Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows, all you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask, say the word and I'll be there. Just ask, you know the greatest things in life all come in. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I have a very important question. Would you come to prom with me? Oh, God, I hate prom. <laughs> the theme is couples as... Um, Shitty theme. <laughs> as not couples in history not couples throughout time just couples oh also i'm sorry just um heterosexual couples oh okay so actually you can't go to prom with me then exactly it's not allowed per fucking barbara oh we'll get into freaking barbara um anyway i don't know i didn't mean to start off the podcast with such anger and venom but you know it happens when we talk about prom. But this is the anti-prom. Season 3, episode 22, the anti-prom. So I guess I'm allowed to start off with hatred for prom. But we're not alone, which is like an irregular occurrence, but we're not alone. We're here with somebody who originally was supposed to come on having only seen like one episode of Dawson's Creek. It was going to be like a whole thing. And then apparently just decided to binge the entirety of Dawson's Creek up into this point within the last, like, I don't know, week, week and a half. We are here with Adam. Adam, how are you? I'm doing so good, Jess. Although I will say the only way that I can go to prom is if I can have the ruffly tuxedo. I'm going to need to have those extra ruffles in there because apparently oh. that's what people wore in the 90s. What? That was, <laughs> That's absurd. No one's wearing ruffles in their tuxedo. Come on. It was vintage. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it was. Um, so tell us a little bit about your journey, Adam, because you've been on quite the journey for the past week. Like, 
I can't believe that you actually finished all these episodes in time. Like, it's wild to me that you've consumed that much Dawson's Creek in the past, like, two weeks. Yeah, I mean, you and me both, really. Um, okay, so, like, we, you know, we were talking last week. I was going to come on. I was excited. It was just going to be this one episode I was going to watch. And I was like, all right, I'm going to be that guy that, like, goes on the podcast having never seen an episode of the mm-hmm. show. Like, no, nothing. Maybe that's interesting. And then uh, my trip got canceled because of the snowstorm. Uh, and so I was, like, stuck inside all weekend. And I was like, hmm, I could probably get through three seasons of a show. (laughs) That was my exact thought right there. Um, That was, I mean... Adam swearing for like 30 seconds straight. I don't even what know entrance. what that was. <laughs> um, so as you were saying, Adam, you got oh snowed in and so you were binge watching. You decided you were gonna binge watch. And I just like decided to start binge watching and I was I was you know texting a few people various takes. Eventually a group chat was formed. Uh, a lot of people disagree with a lot of my takes, but it was a very fun watch. Uh, I definitely enjoyed going through it. It was like 45-ish hours of Dawson's Creek over the course of like five days. <laughs> so a lot. You know, a lot. Nothing crazy, but um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I didn't think, uh, to be honest with you, I didn't think I would enjoy the show as much as I did. I kind of thought it was going to just be like this whatever kind of like throwaway show but i actually like enjoyed it and i'm like invested in these characters and i did not see that happening when i started so uh but here we are yeah amazing uh i can't wait to get into everything in this episode with your thoughts because we'll kind of we'll break down your thoughts on the characters kind of as we go along i think rather than get everything at the top um, but Sarah, let's, let's begin with this episode here. We're talking the anti-prom. Um, and what's funny is like having this, having, if you had come in for this episode, not knowing anything, Adam, like it would have been quite the interesting setup because they're kind of like in the midst of a lot of like drama with like this trio, but everybody has a prom story, right? Which is kind of why I picked this episode for you. Cause like, even if you haven't seen this show, everybody has a prom story like sarah tell me did you go to a uh junior prom did you have a senior prom i think schools differ in that regard yeah so my school is really small so our junior and senior prom were definitely combined um but i did go to prom junior year and senior year as well as a friend's senior prom while i was a junior in high school so i went to three proms Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. It feels like a lot. It is a lot. So um, my first prom, it was a lot of fun. Um, I asked this boy that I had a crush on that I worked on, uh, worked with at Stop and Shop. And he said, Gus, his name was Kevin. Um, and I had like a big crush on him. And then I got like the perfect dress. Um, my favorite color at the time was blue. So my dress was blue. And I've always loved like celestial like stars and moons. And so I had like star beading um, throughout my dress. And it was like I it was like my favorite dress. I loved it. 
Um, and I went to, and it was a great time. We danced all night and we had a, he like really like, you know, took me on my shell and I had like a very good time. And I think like that was actually my first, um, real good kiss was after prom. So it was definitely a prom to remember. Um, my, and then, um, that year I went to prom with another friend from Stop and Shop. You know, wow, the just, Stop and Shop really yeah. the hot place. Yeah, really I mean, honestly, yeah, honestly I I honestly got a lot of a lot of action at the Stop and Shop. <gasps> oh my damn. Uh so <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so this other, so my friend John, who I've talked to uh, you about before, Jess, I think on this podcast, no, maybe on um, Boy Meets World, I used to like write letters to him, like freshman year of high uh, college. Remember this, John? And he like wrote to me, but we were never dating, and we we're always like, you just wrote know. letters. We wrote letters You're to each other. Pen pals. Um, yeah, we were pen pals. So then I went to his prom. It was pretty good. Um, and then senior year of high uh, college, I asked John to, or senior year of high school, I asked John to my prom. And then a week later, I met Drew, my fiance. And um, <laughs> no, I I did not <laughs> want to be mean to John. John okay. did not go to my school. Like I could have ditch john but i didn't feel like it was right so i didn't bring john i brought i brought john to senior prom even though i wanted to bring drew because i was dating somebody at that time so that was less than a perfect prom because i like just wanted to be with drew the whole time i like had a dress it was black and white i didn't love it as much as the year prior so like the vibes weren't there senior year prom but my junior prom was like the prom my problem interesting yeah i feel like okay i'm trying to think have we talked prom with boy meets world yet maybe we have we've talked a little a little talked prom but adam i don't know why i get the vibe that you were like a big prom guy no what what do you mean by big prom like i feel like you went to okay here's my thing i think you went to at least two proms and I'm going to say that you went, regardless of if you had a date or not, you went with a large group and you had a limousine. Wow. Jess, I feel like th- I'm, this is such a big swing and a miss from you here. Is it? I feel like it makes sense to Holy me. Holy smokes. Uh, okay. So the first thing that I do want to say, my school did not have like a separate junior and senior prom. It was just like prom. A one prom. It was just one prom a year. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously just like juniors and seniors, but it wasn't yeah. like a separate type thing. I was never like a big group guy. Um, I went with like a date each time. Uh, the girl, the each of the girls that I was dating at the time of the proms mm-hmm. I did ask and like go with, but we never like went in a big group. I was never a big fan of the limousine. I didn't have any money. So like, I don't know how I was ever affording that limousine. But no, it was, it was fun. Both times. He says with a question mark at the end of the sentence. Um, okay. So, like, I don't know. Proms are not designed for, like, high school guys. That's, like, not the purpose of the actual, like, event itself. Which is, like, fine. Whatever. Um, it was totally enjoyable. The food was fine. 
the problem that I had both of my proms, both junior and senior prom, mm-hmm. um, it was like at this big, like fancy place in downtown Indianapolis. So we had like a set, we went to a separate place. It wasn't at the school. So it was like at the museum or whatever. Ooh. And the dance floor was like tiny. It was like off in the corner and it was oh. tiny and no one wanted no to, one dance. to dance. And yeah. it was like people watching. There was like, you know, people twice as many people were watching other people dance and were actually oh. dancing. It was like a whole weird thing. Um, after prom is very fun though, but the prom itself, uh, eh, I could do hmm. without it. Interesting. I was a big after prom guy. That was like much more fun than this an actual sense. prom. Yeah. 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 Actual yeah. prom is very like hoity toity, you know, but hoity toity. Those hoity toity after proms, you know. No, after prom is like the, the prom. prom of the people. After prom is like yeah. <laughs> it's where the it's where the fun is at. <laughs> the people. Okay, sure, sure. That sounds great. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know, Adam. Why don't because I'm Sarah may know my story. Adam, why don't you take a guess at what kind of prom person I would have been? Oh no, back in the day. I feel like you were probably closer to where I was than where you guessed I would be. At. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you probably were like not a big group type of person. I don't think you like did any big limousine, but I, w- I imagine that you like, you know, did the, did the nice dress, like had a nice time, enjoyed the dancing, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think you like made a huge spectacle of it though, is my guess. Yeah. It may have been a bit of a trick question. I did not go to prom. Oh, <laughs> at all. But why? So we, in my school, we only had a junior prom. We did not have a senior prom, though, like, seniors could go to junior prom, if that makes why? sense. Why? What's, yeah, what's the I, logic? No, I went to a dumb school. What do you want me to say? It wasn't my choice. It was the way that school did it. Um, But, uh, no, I, like, really didn't have an interest. So at that point in my life, in junior year of high school, I was very much, like, not into dresses, not into, like, the hair and makeup stuff of it all like not really at least and I just I really didn't have an interest in spending the money on a prom dress and like getting all gussied up and like I had a group of friends I could have gone with like I certainly wasn't dating at the time um I just really didn't have an interest so me and my one other friend who was also like had similar thoughts that I did we ended up staying in and we had like a movie marathon at home I remember oh, um yeah. which what we did instead You're so I guess our own so... version of an anti-prom yeah exactly. there you go exactly um, yeah not not the thing for me I mean like do I do I feel like I missed out not really <laughs> like it's not it's one of those things where your parents are like you're gonna miss it you're gonna look back and wish you had gone I don't know why that's my mom's voice but um you know no I don't really feel like I missed out on anything to be honest but hmm. uh you know it's fine I, I no miss after prom really cheesy photos no I didn't go to I don't even know what there was for like an after party like I have no every, idea gosh, every Jess. jersey I went to seaside uh so I went to seaside I don't know what that is. Yeah, that could be anything. It's the it's the beach that uh, the Jersey Shore. Oh, the Jersey Shore. The Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. The Jersey Shore. Yeah. Um. I almost got a tattoo there. Uh, see, uh, prom weekend. But I did. I did get a. I did get a piercing, but it's no longer with us. (laughs) (laughs) Died. Yeah. Yeah. But I was very close to getting um a tattoo at the jersey shore which is such a bad idea oh my such gosh yeah 
amazing. Uh, so yeah, let's. I mean, let's get into let's get into Dawson's Creek because we we got the anti prom to talk about here. So we start off the episode with like Joey and Dawson just hanging out like nothing has happened. You know, talking about finals. Um, and we of course Joey's freaking out about them. Um, and then Dawson decides that as if like everything they've gone through in the past couple episodes is not bad enough he's like hey do you remember when we made that like blood pact to like go to prom together way back in the day even though we are in a currently in like a weird love triangle like maybe we should still do that like sarah is he losing his mind i don't think he's losing his mind i think that he's still putting his mark that like joey is mine and uh and guilting her into bringing her to prom like remember you want things to go back to the way they were remember when we made this deal a billion years ago i'm going to force you to go to prom with me and she falls for it as she always does um and I don't know. I think it's kind of as a person who's like, don't make me choose. I think choosing to go to prom with Dawson is super telling. It's it's making a decision in one way or the other. Yeah. The thing that like, okay, we like Joey, right? Like we we tolerate Joey. Uh, lately, she's been she gets on my nerves sometimes, but um, the thing is, is her for her to be like, I just want everything to go back to normal. Like, bitch, that's not going to happen. Like, there's no world in which you can go back to how things were, especially not when you agree to go to prom with Dawson, Adam. Like, this makes no sense. I certainly agree with that from Joey's perspective. Um, I actually kind of don't mind the swing from Dawson, though. He's, like, going for it. He, like, wants Joey. And they, like, you know, whatever. They made a stupid agreement when they were younger. I feel like a lot of, like, you know, whoever has, like, a marriage pact or whatever, that's, like, a very common thing. Yeah. Um, or maybe that's just me that I, like, do that. But You have a marriage pact? Yeah, you don't have, like, random people. I mean, you guys are I mean, no, you're I, married, married. So that's, you know, <laughs> it would be weird if you did have a marriage pact. But, um. It would be null and void at this point. Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't mind the swing from Dawson. And I actually uh, I actually think that it was, like, not the worst way for him to ask, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I think that, like, what I was kind of expecting, like, if we were to give, be given this information, right, I think we would have expected Dawson to, like, do something dramatic and, like, big right. or whatever. And it was just, like, this casual. Like, Joey yeah, even had to, like, casual. ask of, like, yeah. are you asking me to prom? No proposal from Yeah, Dawson. there was, like, nothing crazy. And I liked that. Yeah, the words he says is like, I want to go with my oldest friend. That'll be something that I'll always remember. And you know how when you're a teenager, you think prom is going to be this most memorable thing in the galaxy. It's the most important thing of the year. So in a way, if you put it like that, then yeah, like Joey would want to go with Dawson. Like that's her oldest friend too. And of course she would want to go with somebody that she'll always remember and look back on. Um, and I think that Joey's like negotiation tactic is like, okay, I'll go with you, but no corsage and no blue, roughly tuxedo shirt thingy. That's the phrase. Um, I, I am so struggling with the point of um, corsages like people still do it for weddings and obviously proms it's like a literal flower on your wrist like i'm like trying to grasp there's no point it's why this happens 
I think it's because you can't like pin it to your dress. You know, you don't want to like right. ruin the dress. Right. So you have to wear it on your wrist and be uncomfortable all night. Right. Yeah. I, just, I remember paying way too much to get the corsage. What is like, times. how much do you think a corsage costs? I, 50 uh, bucks? Like $50. It was at least that much. I think it might have been more, to be honest. $100 so for, for like one flower. It was absurd. For, for a flower and a half. Not a flower and a bud. One flower for one night. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Yes. Um, so I think that's like pretty good ne negotiations. I mean, all doesn't like Dawson ideally should match to Joey in terms of a tie. That was pretty normal. A lot of people, some people did like color tuxedos sometimes, but typically it was. Yeah, the men black. in this episode are very, very standard looking. You, Pacey's yeah. the only one who has something that's even a little bit remotely different than a tux, but. Um, but yeah, so she says as long as there's like no ruffles, like it's it's very low key. She's trying to keep it very low key, and Dawson is not a low key guy. <laughs> so let's see how that goes. But meanwhile, Mitch and Gail just not even trying to hide anything, just making out and Joey and Dawson see, and Joey's like, um, yep, gotta go. Okay, bye. See you later. Um, and and then I love, I kind of not. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of love Dawson's reaction here, where he's just like. This should be good. Because you know what? If I'm Dawson at this point, I'm just like, can you two fucking pick a lane? Like, get divorced or get remarried. Stop with this. Like, what are you doing? What are you actually doing? Like, are you doing like the one night stand thing? Like, you were married for Pete's sake. Like, you were married for how many years and this is what you're doing? You're sneaking around, sneaking around, trying to hide it from your son. This was some nonsense, Sarah. This was so stupid. I can't. Sneaking around is fun. I think that they want to get caught at this point. So they're, they're going to get caught. Like, at this point, I am so tired complaining about Mitch and Gail that I don't give a shit anymore. I think We're I've all tired point, of complaining about them. Yeah, I think I've gotten to the point of, like, acceptance. Like, you know what? They do what they got to do. I can't, I can't use my breath anymore <laughs> to whine and cry about Mitch and Gail anymore. They're so low tier of me giving a shit that I don't even want to waste my, like, exhaustion on them. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Um, Adam, you're, please give us your thoughts on all of the nonsense with Mitch and Gail. Because you've, you've binged <sighs> it, so you had to live it, like so much for a very short amount of time yeah there's been a disproportionate amount of Mitch and Gail in my life as of late um I, I think like Dawson's reaction in this scene like sums up my thoughts on them perfectly where he's just like who the fuck cares like that's literally <laughs> like what his face is saying the whole time of like yeah. listen dad yeah. like shut up <laughs> like, I just don't care so yeah like whatever yeah. just just Get back together. If that's what you want to do, fine. Get yeah. divorced again. I don't care at this point. Yeah, and I love Mitch being like, and 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 I love Gail. Gail's just like, um, you can handle this, Mitch. Okay, bye. That was yeah, like what the, was that? That was the weirdest part of the entire like, sit down scene. together. What are you doing? Yeah, she's like, should we explain? Mitch is like, I'll take care of it. And she's like, okay, bye. Yeah, like you have, you have, to, have to go to, to the restaurant, restaurant, even though we were just full on Shouldn't making you out both right now. Fucking be there? Shouldn't you both? I, that's be the what I thought. Like, I thought that they should both talk to Dawson about it. Yeah. Um, so. And I, I love uh, I love Dawson being like, you and mom have always had a relationship that's a little dramatic. It's like, and how? Like, <laughs> give me a fucking break. 
Um, and then I love, I love Dawson. Are you guys getting back together? He's like, no, we haven't discussed that. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Then why the fuck are we having this conversation right now? Like, right then, there's nothing here. to talk about until you guys decide of what you're exactly. doing. Then there's nothing to talk about. Exactly. Wait, you want me to talk about how you guys are having sex? As if, like, I'm not yeah, going like, to have that we'll conversation, have conversation with you. With you. <laughs> Uh, and moving on, um, we see Pacey and Andy having a little study sesh. Well, this is interesting. Like, how do you think this came about? It's it's pretty strange. Well, I think I'm trying to think. Like, they had that whole conversation last episode, right? When Andy approaches Pacey with like the true holding the true love like sign for the boat. Sure, and yes, but, but I feel like that repair having enough stuff. to have study sessions together. I don't know. I can see a world where Andy reaches out and is like, hey, I need to study. Like, I feel like, okay, here's the thing. This is not a hot take. This is not like I'm not revealing any new information here. Andy's like the sweetest human being of all time. Like, Andy, like, repeatedly gets punched in the face. Like, repeatedly. Just, like, emotionally assaulted. And yet... I guarantee Andy is the one who picks up the phone and says, hey, Pacey, like, do you want to study? Like, I can help you. Finals are coming up. I know I could use a study sesh. Like, Adam, am I right? Like, this is probably what ended up happening here. Yeah, I think like 100%. And I think like there's still probably some residual feelings there is we're like yeah. going to see a little bit later. But I, yeah, I completely agree. This whole thing was like such a big sigh to me, like seeing them both together again. I was just like oh man like i don't know i don't know i don't know, what what you I don't know. that was like the thing i i literally at this scene like i didn't know if i like wanted more of it or less of it i loved them together i think that like them breaking up was like a wild situation that mm -hmm. i don't really think should have happened but um yeah so I don't, I don't know if you know the information there but just like the cliff notes on it is seasons one and two had the same creator and showrunner he left after season two they had a different showrunner for the first like eight to nine episodes of season three which you'll notice the tonal shift in the beginning of season three now they're back to like one of not the original showrunner but one that definitely knows the show show better for like the back half of season three so you could totally feel the difference right in andy in the beginning of season three. But yeah, I think like this whole episode and this this moment here, this moment here and the moment on the docks later that we'll get to really made me miss PC and Andy together. Like it really did. Like not and not necessarily like always in a romantic way, but I just miss that they had these scenes together. Yeah. Because I think they bring out the best in each other. Um, and I mean possibly the worst too, right? But like um, I just love that Andy, Andy feels the need. She's like, how do you feel? Are you thirsty? Are you tired? Are you mad? Are you sad? Like she asks him and like, we know she still cares about him. So of course there's that nugget there, but like you, you feel that she does truly want to know beyond the fact that she probably still has feelings there, Sarah. Andy is trying. She's trying really, really hard. She is doing more than I feel like most would do. Uh, and I think that she knows Pacey best. Like she mm -hmm. is very intuitive, can see that something is bothering Pacey. So she feels as though she should work to figure it out. And yeah, I really loved her in the few scenes that we had her in and it's very endearing how she was saying you know um you know with with prom like you, you like she's trying to encourage him she's like go out there meet some girls go to prom mm -hmm. and he's asking with who and she's like 
anybody, a girl, you can go with me if you want to. And she dropping like, those seeds. Yeah, just she's like, please just go with me. Please just go with me. Yeah. And yes, you don't have a date to prom. And then Andy makes like the little white lie. Like I'm currently sifting through offers. I just, which like, is what every girl says. Yeah, she's like playing like you know that she's not. I don't think that she's a loser that she wasn't asked to prom. I was not asked to prom, but I mean, I, it's it's like one of those like common, not, I don't want to say myth, but like stereotypes that like, oh, you, the girl just has to sit around and wait to be asked to prom. And it's like, that's a fucking shitty thing. Yeah. It, it, I mean, like, it, it really does suck being like the girl. I mean, honestly, it sucks for a lot of people, It, but it does suck to be the girl in that situation waiting around to be asked that's why like for me i was just like i'm going to ask somebody that i have feelings for mm -hmm. in junior year of school and i'm not going to like wait around because i you know i i, I don't i was kind of a loser so nobody would have asked me to prom anyway so definitely not um so i need to find my own path and i i i'm but it's not an easy job for the guy as well it's not it's, an easy job for anybody, but at the at the very least, Adam, we're in the age before promposals existed. So, like, all of the ways that people get asked to prom in this episode are like real low key, really normal. You guys didn't do big promposals. That was oh, never God. like a. That was a that was after I graduated. I think that was a thing. That was not a thing. Oh wow! Uh, no, yeah, no, there was no big promposals. Like people just asked. Um, usually my school is very coupley so like the couples were was pretty the established couples? yeah the theme was couples <laughs> um i don't even think that i don't even know if we had a prom theme uh i can't really recall I that much was. no um oh because it was the anti-prom the anti-prom didn't have any prom king and queen no, sadly, anti-prom. We exactly buck the establishment. Yeah, you can't see that the anti-prom. So yeah. yeah, Andy has her little white lie, and Pacey says, "Do you want me to ask you prom?" And Andy just says, like, um, very coy. I just want to see you happy again. Mm -hmm. Um, and Pacey feels as though like prom's not gonna make me happy you are probably better off and would have a probably better time going with like the other guys that asked you mm -hmm. uh so yeah i feel like adam did you feel as though like at this point andy was lying and she had no prospects i mean i don't know if like she was okay so i didn't think that she was lying and had no prospects but i did like very much think that she wanted pacey to ask her mm -hmm. yeah. that was like certainly the vibe i was getting and i think that like pacey knew that i don't know like maybe i'm giving too much credit to pacey which will not be something i do for the majority of the rest of this episode but i think that like pacey knew that andy like wanted uh him yeah. to ask her and like i think so especially him asking that question of like do you want me to ask you what a brutal question like what is andy supposed to say to that like yes ask me to prom i don't know well yeah like pc knows that andy still has feelings for him so it's like why are you it, it feels like a pity invite at that point it doesn't feel like he actually wants to bring her if yeah i don't we, we'll get into the the joey and uh, andy of it all or excuse me uh pacey and andy of it all later because it is it sucks to be andy i think uh i think that's my like synopsis of the entire episode of it just sucks to be andy uh -huh. um but 
Uh, meanwhile, we, of course we get Joey always has to talk to Bessie about this stuff. It is her mentor, Bessie. Um, and Joey's just like, listen, Dawson asked me to prom. I said yes, but now I feel like I made a terrible mistake because he told me it's just going to re-cement our really shaky friendship, but I don't know. And of course, Bessie, like, here's the thing. Sometimes Bessie is a real crap advice giver, but like here, solid advice. She's like, what about the undeniable romantic implications of prom? Not to mention Pacey. And Joey, Joey's an idiot. I'm sorry. Joey is such an idiot in this scene. She's so naive in so much of this territory where she's like, well, what about Pacey? And it's just like, you don't think he's going to notice you're at fucking prom with Dawson, Joey? Like, Sarah, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. No, she, Joey's being like a freaking idiot. Like, she's thinking, she didn't even think that, like, in going with Dawson is going to, what's that going to say to Pacey? I mean, in Pacey's perspective, then it means that she's chosen Dawson, that she made her decision. And the fact that she didn't think about that before saying yes just shows how silly she's being. And I I think that, you know, she really is, like, getting put into, like, an impossible position because she just wants to make everybody happy. But the the fact of the matter is, it, it is impossible. Like, you can't make everybody happy in this situation. You're going to hurt somebody. You've already hurt people. Um, and it, it sucks. But you're going to have to eventually make a choice, right? Like, she can't yeah. be wishy-washy forever she's she's imagining she what she wants to have happen is literally impossible she literally wants to turn back time and that's just not gonna happen i even love bessie being like come on joe you're not that naive (laughs) (laughs) bessie is so right she just she's like bessie's like well you have a choice she's like well there's no appealing choice it's just like well there's no right answer joey like you either choose dawson or you choose pc and there's really no way to get both at this point adam like it's the Bridges are burnt. It's done. She like, uh, like you said it, she keeps talking about this hypothetical scenario where they just like go back and erase everything. It's just Mm. not something that's even like remotely possible, but it's also like not something that any of the three actually want is like the other place that I come to. It's like, it's not even that they actually want that. And so I'm, I don't know. I I struggle to like empathize with Joey here in this, like the back half of this season, I think was really tough for Joey. I think a lot of it is, is the indecision. I think for me, because I am somebody who is like a fairly decisive person. Like I make a decision, I stick to it and I make a decision rather quickly. I think the, did you say what? (laughs) (laughs) I I just realized what he said. I'm like a fairly decisive person and nothing gets to me more than like indecision. Like I, I'm not a patient person. And so watching Joey, just this, this entire like segment of episodes where she's just like, I don't know what to do. Oh my gosh. Everyone's mad at me. And it's like, cause you didn't pick, just pick up, pick a side and stick to it. You cannot have it both ways. And this scene drove me crazy. Cause like at least Bessie's giving her solid advice. Like at least she has somebody who is not biased in this situation giving her advice um because i think at least bessie has an understanding of the entire situation and can see clearly because she's not a teenage you know girl like joey is you know she's not in the thick of it um so yeah then we have uh andy and jack a little sister brother moment talking about prom um and uh they're talking about the fact that you know there's they're watching people buy their tickets for prom 
Um, and poor Andy, Pacey or Andy thinks that Pacey was going to ask her, but no, she's like, I'm going to humiliate myself and go alone. Um, which, you know, I, you know, I feel bad for Andy. People shouldn't be feel humiliated to go alone though, Sarah. Oh uh, yeah, of course that nobody should, but you do the alternative to that is to just go with your friends. But I think that it's. It's just like a different type of night than maybe what you envision your prom night to be. And I think that it's okay to be upset that that's not the night that you're getting. And, um, there, you know, it's, you would wish that Auntie would get some people to ask her. I think that part of like people know that like, you know, kind of what happened over yeah. the, like summer. So I feel like that put like a little bit of bruise of her reputation. I also think that like they know that they're like she's very involved with Pacey. So I think that could be something that can scare them off. So it's it's it, it really, really sucks because Andy's a great girl. She she's fun. She's vivacious. She would make a amazing prom date she loves to dance um so it, it stinks and i it stinks that she has to go alone or she's feeling like she has to go alone um and she in the worst the worst part of it is that she refuses to admit that like she still has feelings for pacey mm -hmm. and she says that i'm over him he's like i just want to go because like it'll be safe um, and she turns it around on Jack. What are you going to do about prom, Jack? Yeah, and this is where Jack brings up, he's like, well, the theme is couples. And so they're going to have couples names on the balloons, which sounds like a fucking five-year-old's birthday party. Mm. Um, it's so stupid. Um, and so apparently, and this is even more trashy, when you have to buy your tickets, you have to say who you're going with. And so Jack is going well, to basically yeah. have to go over there and admit that Ethan is the one he's going with. Right. I mean, you did have to do that when you signed up for prom, you had to put who you're going with oh was prom. that true i don't, I don't know yeah i mean i yeah. tickets i don't fucking know i didn't well, feel like you had to do that what if you yeah. were deciding last minute i definitely did not do that well because you have a there's a list like you can't just have like there's anybody. like a fucking bouncer like of going course through there is of course there is because it's a party you can't just sneak this anybody only in, in. yeah what kind of prom did you go to we got like <laughs> no. an actual ticket like we had to present yeah like you basically have a, a basketball game we had to like, yeah, like you had like a prom ticket but also like there was also restrictions on like age like you couldn't be over 21 to go into prom because of like the that alcohol sure, yeah, aspect yeah. of it this so grass. yeah you had to put who you're going with they went on the list i think you had to send in like your license to make sure that they were the right age damn what they want your social too like yeah what? yeah it's like we gave our blood types also <laughs> oh my god, oh my god yeah. so strict in yeah. jersey yeah, I, well i mean they were going to a place where uh, the thing is that like our school was or our grade was so bad that they snuck in alcohol anyway, and then we got banned from the property. Well, so there you go. 
So what great they... is not sneaking in alcohol though? Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, everybody is. Who's That's why all the people that? in the bathroom throwing up in the middle of prom. Right. Yeah. So I love how Jess said that so definitively, having never, never been, been to a prom. I just know it happened in my school. <laughs> no. Trust me. No. If people um... weren't smoking weed in the bathroom, I'd be honestly shocked. <laughs> no. So shocked. I don't think we had. I don't know if we had. I mean, we might have. I. I mean, I, mean, I, I went to a rural lane. place. Like, what else was there to do? That's true. Yeah. So, um. So no, yeah. we, need to get, we need to get Adam's opinion on Ethan, right? Because this is when Ethan gets brought up. And Adam, I need to know your thoughts on Ethan because I have very strong opinions on Ethan. Um, we haven't seen him a ton, but like, what's your what's your idea on Ethan thus I feel far? Like we've barely seen him at all. I don't know that I have like any strong feelings per se, except for like what we see of him in this episode. So I like have stuff to say about him in this episode. Okay, but I don't like have anything big beforehand. I don't hate him. I'm not like. I don't know. I'm See, not I was very anti-Ethan. I felt really? like he was very, like, condescending and very, like, uppity about, like, well, I've been out and proud for five years now, Jack. You're just a youngin' who knows nothing about being gay. Yeah, that's how I felt. But then, like, in this episode, we kind of learned that it was all a lie. And he's as Which makes him even worse. As, yeah, like, I, it makes him worse. But it's, like, all of the, like, high and mighty stuff was just, like... A farce like he just it did it because he thought yeah because he thought that that's what he should do so um and he he didn't even have the guts to bring like a ask a guy to prom before like himself so i think it's just him overcompensating to be honest with you i think that he is as inexperienced as Jack and maybe that's part of the issue. Like maybe he knows as much as Jack and he doesn't know, like maybe he wants to be the one that's more of the um, submissive in the relationship. I don't know if that's the word that I want to use, but like not the dominant one. Like he doesn't want to make the first moves. Like mm. maybe he wants somebody to come on to him. So I think like that's the issue with their relationship. They're both like very nervy people that's waiting for the other one to make the move. And well, yeah, this does... whole time we're like we're supposed to be like Jack is thinking of Ethan as like this mentor into like what it's like to be a young gay man like coming mm -hmm. of age right and it turns out the whole fucking time it's a lie he that placed ethan that really... on ethan though like i mean that's no, the ethan i know that's the that confidence way. that he was exuding but he and he talks about oh self-acceptance actualization it's like bullshit like you're, you're I mean, you're just he's all talk bullshit. he's all talk but i i i, I think that the issue is that he is just overcompensating for being inexperienced. I think He's for me, like this episode changed his like uh, egotism and like showed it in the light of his insecurity. That was like what it did for me. I think like we had seen him previously, like, you know, like you're saying, Jess, he was like all high and mighty a little bit, but I think it was like more because he was insecure, just like, you know, Jack is. So I don't know. I have no like real major issue with Ethan. I thought he had like yeah. a few good jokes this episode. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think the point is like, is Ethan the person I want to be with Jack? No. No. And that's yeah, like, no, that's the, the, like, I'm not defending Ethan in terms of like, do I think that he's the right match for Jack? Obviously not. Like, I don't think that they should be seeing each other anymore. I would rather 
Jack be with somebody that thinks makes him feel more comfortable. I think that if Jack was with somebody that he felt 100% comfortable with, then he wouldn't have a problem with making the first move. Yeah, I think it's that- very much like Ethan is putting all the pressure on Jack. Yeah. And it feels and Jack feels like shit as a result. And so yeah. it's like he's not building anybody up. He's tearing Jack down. And that's what I right. have a problem with with Ethan. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. But also, I think that maybe Ethan's afraid himself to make the first move. That's fair. I just don't think he should have this false bravado then. Like, you're just being a dick. As somebody, Jess, that I feel as though is somebody that easily puts on a front to hide a squishy center, I'm surprised that you're saying You're talking about me? Of course I am. I'm squishy bravado. I just have bravado. (laughs) I but you also say that you're not sensitive. You also say that like you're not like sensitive. So I think that I I, whatever. I think that you're projecting a little. I don't know. But regardless, Barbara Johns. Adam's now our therapist. (laughs) I did not expect to like come into those shots be fired. Welcome. It's not. It's not. It's not shots being fired. I I have nothing but respect for you, Jess. I'm just saying that. Like, I think that we can all relate to these characters a little bit. I guess I just don't like how much Ethan like attempts to mentor Jack. Yeah. When like no, you're it's totally false mentorship. Right. Like yeah, he he's a douche. Actually... He's a douche. Yeah. What can I he's say? He's He sucks. <laughs> Everyone sucks though. Like that. I feel like that's yeah. the low bar on the show. Like except oh, for Andy. Sucks. Andy like, doesn't yeah, suck. Everyone sucks. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Barbara Johns is selling these freaking tickets. Especially. Uh. Yeah. And apparently that means something, which we will find out more about in a bit. Meanwhile, Jen is being the absolute worst. Just Jen is being the worst in this episode because she just she goes on and on about how shitty prom is. It reinforces traditional gender roles like check mark. Yes, absolutely. Rewards the cool kids. Yep. Check it again. Punishes the geeks. Yep. Sure. Of course. Uh, There's so much pressure on one single night, you know, because you're supposed to like get a cheap corsage uh, on taffeta, have drunken sex with some guy whose name you don't remember. Blah, 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 blah. And then. Henry just calls her. He's like, well, you haven't been, right? And she's just like, no. And he's like, so you're asking me to go. And she just goes, yeah. And it's like, Jen, stop being a stereotype, please. Yeah, Jen, Jen's like just putting out a bunch of bullshit. She just wants to be at prom with the taffeta and the cheesy rented limo. Like she wants it all. She wants it all. Um, and she wants Henry to ask her. Um, and they're going to prom together. Surprise, surprise. I feel like when you're a couple, you don't even have to ask. You're just going to prom. I uh, certainly had to ask with the prom proposals. <laughs> I don't know. Like, did you have like a... Like, yeah, I mean, we both times we were dating for at least a couple months. One was a little bit longer than that, but... Well, then they just made you work hard. <laughs> you're not incorrect. I'm there. not incorrect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, so now we have the shittiest scene in the history of Shitsville. We have Barbara, John, head bitch um, for no reason. And the girl has, I'm sorry, I don't mean to make fun of her appearance at all. I'm not going to really harp on it too much. But whoever's doing the makeup on this show needs a fucking lesson. Because the Mm -hmm. concealer they use on these girls, we talked about it before with Joey. Barbara's concealer is like two shades too light for her face. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have nothing nothing about it because what I'm, you know, disgusted by is the pink eyeshadow that was placed on Andy's face without any mascara. So I can't say anything about Barbara John's makeup. That's fair. We'll get into all that. Yeah. By Andy's makeup. So she's running the prom table. Jack goes up, waits in line, is saying, hello, I'm here. My name is Jack. I'm buying a prom ticket. She says, Who's your date? And then he says Ethan. Spells out Ethan. What, like, Barbara Johns can't spell Ethan? Come on. Obviously not. She's an idiot. So she says, no, you cannot go to prom with a boy. Uh, The definition of a prom date is a boy and a girl. I want to see where in the dictionary it says that you stupid fuck um and he says well i don't think that's any of your business and then barbara john says a bunch of bigoted shit about how you know people like beards and spectacles and blah 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 yeah, the phrase people like the you um, used yeah she sucks she says I can't sell you a ticket. Um, you're going to have to talk to Mrs. Meyer. Um, and I think that at this point, we should go to Mrs. Meyer. Why are we not going to Mrs. Meyer? Barbara Johns is being a fucking bitch face and is saying a bunch of shit that is not right and is prejudiced and bigoted and messed up. So, yeah, she should get her stupid prom ticket license revoked. Yeah, fire Barbara Johns, expel her from school, do everything. Fuck Barbara Johns. She's the absolute worst. Like, I love how we get these one-off characters, right? Like, we got the dick who, like, ruined Joey's mural. We got, like, a two-episode arc from that guy. And now we got fucking Barbara Johns we got to deal with? Where do they find these assholes? Tabitha. Remember Tabitha? Yes. Oh, Tabitha was worse. Yeah, I remember Tabitha. She was shitty, too. She was the one who was, like, a cheerleading, what's it called, right? Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, Barbara Johns sucks. Obviously, you feel for Jack here because, I mean, like, I love the the scene we get with him outside with the cre- with the creek creeps where, like, he just, like, he's like, I don't want it to be political. Like, I don't want my entire life to be political. I just want to fucking go to prom. Yeah. And it's like, fuck you, Barbara, for making it so hard for Jack to feel like an average teenager. Like, that's all he wants, Adam. That's all he wants is to just be normal like everybody else. Yeah, and he, like, certainly should be able to, even if he's, like, going with a guy that we don't necessarily love here. Like, yeah, obviously, like, he should be able to totally do that. If it were me, I would have certainly gone to Miss Meyer. Like, I don't know why we're not. I would have escalated this thing so far fucking fast like we would oh, have yeah. been to the top of the chain like somebody yeah, would have gotten but- an email of like all right <laughs> i'd like to speak to your fucking manager yeah right like it would have been, been like going that so to that bad. shitty superintendent yeah at this oh, rate. what's yeah. his fuck over there it would have been in his office instantly yeah. i and also like let's escalate it to like the news like let's get gail on the case as well mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we have cameras we got a film a guy we got a reporter we got everything yeah. we fucking need yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. put it on reddit yeah 4chan whatever so uh meanwhile dawson then of course has to go buy a buy a ticket for him and joey and of course barbara's like oh the happy couple back together and he's like oh yes yeah, something like that what a- dawson you're a fucking liar you're not back together with joey okay wait lying. a minute wait a minute wait a minute what was he supposed to say here be like no it's actually incredibly complicated and would take me a long time to sure. describe it. no just no, we're just friends. We're going as like friends. Your business, Barbara Johns. But then she would be like, but then oh, she would have been like, "Oh, it's couples only." 
only it's couples exactly yeah. she's like prom the definition of prom is a boy <laughs> and a girl who <laughs> like each other and you, can... you guys are not a couple and you can't go to prom so yeah barbara johns who is barbara johns going to prom with i want to know that who asked Some... barbara johns to go to prom I... Someone who loves know. the Lord, apparently, according we to her. don't know. So, um, yeah. So then Dawson comes up with the best idea ever. Let's have our own prom, an alternative prom. Well, yeah, and this is only because, so, like, Andy, being the sweet angel darling that she is, is like, yeah. we're going to go to Mrs. Myers. Barbara Jones is going to have to apologize in front of the whole fucking school. And she's like, this is discrimination. Um, and Joey's all in on it. And uh, and poor Jack, he's just like it's supposed to be fun, like it's prom. Why does everything have to be a fight? Why is it all political? Um, and Andy, I love Andy. She's like down for the cause. She's just like you have to fight. We'll be there with you all the way. And this is important to point out. Then Andy says, "Well, if you're not going, I'm not going." And mm -hmm. Joey says, "Me neither." And right. This is when Dawson has the break. Right. Idea. Yeah. So after Joey says she's not going. Yeah. So like the shittiest part of all of this is Dawson doesn't care about Jack and the fact that he got is not able to go to prom. He cares that Joey's not going to prom and then he can't have yep. his magical, mystical, unicorn, beautiful nights with Joey. Yep. So uh he says, you know what? We're gonna have an anti-prom where it's not about who you bring, but who you are. Uh, and Andy's all in on it. Jack's all in on it. And Joey's all in on it. I love Jack saying, what would an alternative prom be without a couple gay guys? Mm -hmm. um, so cute. And then, of course, Dawson has to go pitch this to Mitch and Gail. Who are just like, Leary's fresh, fresh Fish, the perfect place to host a prom. The hot spot of Cape Side. Uh, Adam, what are your thoughts on Leary's Fresh Fish? Sarah and I have absolutely stomped on it. Yeah, you guys like have been railing on it. I I like don't see the big issue. <laughs> it's annoying, Adam. It's just stupid, and the fact that like Gail opened it up instead of Mitch makes no fucking sense. Yeah, that part world. agreed. Yeah, that part felt like really unnecessary. <laughs> like yeah. by a if lot. If it was, but... if it was, um, if it was Mitch that did it, then I think I would have less of a problem with it because that would be like makes cohesion sense. from the beginning of the yeah. series but like a reporter just opens up a restaurant randomly okay great Sounds yeah perfect. my head canon is just that like it was gail trying to get midge back subtly before like she was willing to admit it to herself I, whatever i we don't need to spend more time on that but that's <laughs> like you're my... like please don't talk please about, don't stop talking about fish anymore um but yeah i love how dawson's like doesn't say anything about the fact that like, oh, Jack wasn't allowed to go and all this stuff. So I'm, no, no, he says, I'm just trying to facilitate my own big thing. So obviously he's trying to get back together with Joey and he's using that's, this. As uh, an that's that. so manipulative. It's the truth. This is the tea. Uh, and of course, I love all of Gail being like, well, this is my restaurant. So like, I'm obviously going to be here. Like, bitch, we know. We know. You run the restaurant. Okay. We get it can't miss out and then mitch says that every prom needs a chaperone and then dawson's gonna hand out some flyers <laughs> this show loves a flyer <laughs> they love it they love it the printing shop in cape side must be buzzing that's mm -hmm. what gail should have opened is a fucking print shop <laughs> yeah yeah have you ever been to a print shop it smells like of ink it smells so good i love it we have different experiences at print shops, I think. It was like a really shitty one in college. We had like, it was one report in college. We'd like get, it, I, 
whatever. I don't need to explain like the whole college <laughs> report. But, like we it, we had to like get it actually printed as opposed to like we couldn't just like submit it online or whatever. And we went to like this little rinky dink place down in Bloomington, Indiana. It was like I mean, it couldn't have been more than like 20 feet by like 10 feet. It was like a t- yeah. it was basically like a little stand and it just oh, smelled wow. like absolute shit. It was so bad. Like no one should ever go there. It's called Mr. Ew. Copy. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Coffee. <laughs> Mr. Coffee. Yeah, it was really Amazing. bad. Yeah, don't go there. Amazing. Um, and then we get this whole scene with Mitch and Gail. It's like, oh my fucking god. Uh, and I love Mitch. He's like, he says he's numb at this point, and Gail's like, is that a good thing? Gail, do you fucking think that's a good thing? Like, what? <laughs> no. Um, and uh, and Gail's like, oh god, I'm glad he's okay. And he, she's like, she's focusing on literally anything besides Mitch and defining their relationship. And Gail. Gail, in her infinite wisdom, is just like, can we just enjoy this and see where it leads? Like, bitch, no. Your son now knows about you and your ex-husband fucking. And, like, maybe you should have a DTR. Like, maybe you need to define the relationship at this point. And poor Mitch just sighs. <laughs> just can't yeah. anymore. I don't want to out you, but Mr. Copy has a 4.7 star. <laughs> So listen, it seems pretty reputable. Listen, it can have as many stars as it wants. <laughs> stars do not correlate to smell. It's all I'm saying. Oh no! What did it smell like? I listen, like Jess. like bile. Like we like, were in there for probably six minutes total to like get the thing printed, and yeah. I I could not leave fast enough. It was did really someone bad. like poop? Like I'm. Confused. I don't know. I literally couldn't tell you. I don't, okay. I don't know. I'm so interested in what it could I don't want to like disparage a local business. <laughs> <laughs> but like too late. I wouldn't go there. <laughs> if you ever find yourself in need to print something in Bloomington, don't Indiana. Go to Mr. Don't go to Mr. Gun. Also, who does put cayenne pepper in marinara sauce? Yeah, that sounds terrible. That sounds literally everybody is so sensitive to spice. This reminds me of Mrs. Doubtfire. You can't put the spicy stuff in the marinara sauce that's a thing from mrs doubtfire remember they put like red pepper in the in the sauce uh in the soup or the sauce and then like the husband the restaurant the, the boyfriend was choking oh yeah because he was allergic he was he said that he was allergic in reality he just didn't like spicy food i think yeah um did you like her reaction to finding out that there's cayenne pepper in the sauce though her for initial reaction was not to like throw it away or get new sauce. She just decided to put more salt in. Was- <laughs> I was like, how is this fixing it? Yeah, not gonna fix the problem. Just like toss a little bit more salt in. It'll yeah, this is how she runs her restaurant. Yeah, salty, spicy marinara sauce. <laughs> Leary's <laughs> fresh fish. With yeah, yeah. What a great marinara. place. Um <laughs> so yeah, so back in the cafeteria. Now we have Jack and Andy set up a booth, like a little table. Sell, sell tickets for the anti-prom literally right next to Barbara. Love it. <laughs> I love, love it. it. Just so I that they can like shit talk each other. And they're yeah. they're and 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 we do. And we do. So um, you know, they're saying that like our prom is actually going to be like super fun. And then mm. Barbara is like, you know, only the dregs of society are going to go to your prom. No one's gonna, no one that matters is gonna be caught dead there. I certainly go, wouldn't go if you would pay me. And Jack says, good, because we don't want your kind. 
uh and Barbara's, excellent comeback she's like yeah. oh what the good christian kind and i love this comeback where he's like it's not about religion barbara it's about intolerant judgmental hypocritical people the closed-minded immature bigoted kind like fuck you barbara <laughs> and andy has the best line with bad fashion sense <laughs> so there hack that on yeah yeah and i love i love she's like well i'm not going to hell at least and he's like that's your comeback the threat of eternal damnation (laughs) (laughs) great oh it was wonderful i love how they're like and they're selling tickets too they're going like hotcakes because nobody wants to go to fucking barbara's bigoted prom nope Nope. probably because couples is the worst theme i could even think of like it really is it yeah, really, really is a bad, a bad prom theme. Uh, so then we have um, Gramps is tailoring one of Gramps's old suit for young Henry. Um, yeah. Adam, I know that you have a deep love for Grams. <laughs> I do. I I don't know. I feel like that was said with some. No, I am very sincere. Yeah, I do. I uh, I think she's great. Um, I've like really enjoyed her. She's obviously like started off kind of very rocky at the beginning, but over the yeah. course of the three seasons, I really like have enjoyed her. I love like when when her and Jen are like ripping it up together. Like that's very fun for me. I yeah. love that. Yeah, I love it too. Uh, Grams is so nice. She is uh, tailoring this suit, um, and then we have this conversation between Jen and Henry and she says we should have the talk and she means the prom sex talk and Henry's so confused because he's like what's the prom sex talk what's sex like he just like has no fucking idea what's ever going on ever Ever. yeah and the thing is it's also this is not the opportune time to bring this up Jen because like Grams Grams is is right there She's going to go get the tea and then, I don't know, come back and finish fucking tailoring the suit. Meanwhile, you're like, yeah, so Henry, I don't care how big of a boner you have. We're not having sex on prom night. Like, in it's the like, middle of that oh, conversation, Grams is just going to walk back in the room. I didn't even think that was an option. Oh, like, what? I um, I didn't rent a limo. He's, he just has, he never, I don't think they ever give him more than, like, two sentences at a clip to say because they mm-hmm. don't think the character of Henry could actually have like, to spit it out. Yeah. Yeah. So Jen says, like, look, like, prom puts a lot of pressure on people just for the sake of it. And then, like, you, like, just rush into it. Let's just, like, take sex off the table. It's not going to happen. And we're not going to have that much pressure. And then Henry is agreeable because what else is he going to say? And he's like, but like, we'll do it eventually. Right. Uh, and she's like, yeah, like, of course. Oh, like, we're going to like do it eventually though. Right. He is like, I always picture you naked, like all the time. Like it's all I think about. Like literally he never can stop talking about this. My dreams came true because I saw you in lingerie. Oh my God. Adam, please give us your Henry takes. Here. I fucking What's- hate horny Henry, horny Henry out here. Like literally one of my least favorite characters of the whole show. What an absolute dumbass. Just like 100% of the time. There's like not a single moment of when, oh my God, when he was carrying around that stupid fucking sign everywhere. <laughs> take me back oh my i i, I cannot stand horny he's, in, oh, Henry. he's just he's just a kid 
that just is in love. He's just an idiot. I can't with him. So stupid. And the thing is, is it makes it worse because like he brings Jen down to where I get annoyed with Jen yes. too now. And it's like, stop ruining Jen for us, Henry. Oh, I just hate him. I love Jen. Jen is like potentially my favorite of the main four. Whoa. And, but like she's with <laughs> stupid Henry. Here, yeah. And it's like, that oh, sucks the so much. Um, then we get Andy in her bedroom and one of the, one of the, the cuter scenes of the, of the episode. Um, and P- Andy's like, to what I owe, to what do I owe the honor of this visit? And he's like, eh, I'm just bored. <laughs> and I love how she's like, calls him out. She's like, well, you know how to flatter a girl, Paisy. Um, and, uh, yeah. So he's like, oh, are you going to the alternative prom? Um, and she's like, yeah, I threw my ticket in Barbara John's face. You know what that witch said to me when I bought it? Oh, that's so brave, Andy. A girl going to the prom alone. And Pacey's like shocked. He's like, oh, I thought you had a bunch of offers. And she's like, yeah, well, I didn't have any. Um, I didn't want to pity ask. It doesn't matter anyway. All my friends are going to be there. And at this point, I'm just going to go support the whole stupid alternative prom thing. Um, And Pacey here is like very sweet. I think he's like very well-intentioned. Like I don't, he misses Joey very obviously, but I don't. I don't think he in his heart of hearts is like doing this to be malicious. Um, And he's like, you could have told me like it wouldn't be a pity ask because it can't be a pity if it's an honor. And then he asks her to prom and it's very sweet. It's sweet, but it's still a pity ask. Yeah. Boy, there's some uh, rose tinted goggles on here, Jessica, for thinking (laughs) this is like the sweetest scene. Yeah. Basically comes in here, like basically insults her and then pity asks her to prom. Like that's the sweetest scene. Yeah, you're just hopeful. Oh I just God. like I don't know. I just feel like he. He's you think sad. this is like genuine? This feels so disingenuous. He to wants me to go he, with Joey. Yeah, he's, he doesn't want to go with Andy. But so I don't think it, he wants Andy to go alone either. And he doesn't want to go alone. Still, like a pity ask. But I also don't know I, that he knows that Andy still has feelings for him. Oh, he like, knows. I know what he knows. He knows. He had the same earlier. He knows. She's obsessed. I think he's with too him. busy with his own grief and like sadness. No, no, no. She, she know. He knows. He knows. But he like, what's he even gonna do about it? Like, he's he's just like he can't tell Andy to get over it. And it's easier to be her friend. I mean, like, you know, spend time with her. Like, he has nobody else. Dawson's mad at him, and like Joey's avoiding him. Like, all he has is Andy at this point. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Jen's like off with Henry. So, you know, he's taking what he can get at this point. <sighs> I don't know. It's he did it because he cares about her, but it well, was yeah. still a pity ask. Uh, I guess it could be both. Um, uh, we see know. Joey and Dawson getting ready for uh prom. Bessie mm-hmm. comes out with the camera. Yeah, Joey looks beautiful, of course. Um, Bessie takes some pictures, and Dawson's like, Wait, wait, I you said no corsages, but I brought something. So he pops out his mom's diamond earring. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I love diamonds. I was not ready for oh. Sarah. Just go, Yay! <laughs> it was it was a beautiful. Big yeah, I did love them. I thought they were gorgeous. Yeah, they were, they were really beautiful, pretty. and they looked. It was great also I love the happenstance that she just so happened to not be wearing earrings already. Yeah, 
Um, also, I love like how she puts it in. It's like hanging half out of her ear. Mm-hmm. And then she turns and the other earring is already in some sketchy, sketchy camera work over mm-hmm. here. And the earring was going to like fall right out of her head. And then we get like the such a 90s, early 2000s thing of like the Polaroid snapshot on the TV yeah. screen. I loved it uh, still. Yeah. So that was lovely but yeah those earrings were gorgeous i was very excited and like who doesn't love diamonds i love a diamond i'll say it i don't really care about diamonds well i love diamonds i think that they are pretty and sparkly um and they're a loner like (laughs) (laughs) joey was really nervous to take them who cares stop being lame take the diamonds oh my god adam is nodding completely agree yeah yeah not yeah. being lame. Take the diamonds. Take the diamonds. They're not her. They team. look good on her, though. I mean, of course my- they get their fucking diamond earrings. Who are they gonna look bad on? Me, probably. I don't okay, it's so much nicer than her <laughs> mom's ugly bracelet. But whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Uh, we're at uh, Leary's Fresh Fish, and Gail and Mitch could not suck harder. They're like, oh, well, interesting crowd. I've never seen a goth person before. Honey, you better lock the cash register, because this person with the spiky hair certainly looks like they're going to steal all the zero cents that we made, because I couldn't open the restaurant on the busiest day of the year, because I was too busy <laughs> pleasing you. Yeah. Well, who cares? Oh, the fucking worst. Because they suck. Um, <laughs> Ethan makes the joke. Can you believe we wore the same thing? I thought that was a funny joke. Um, and Jack is like really semen, like a nervous little dude. Like he's already like spiraling at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and he lies. He says he's not worried about anything. Jack and um, Jen and Henry come up to them, Dawson and Joey. So we got the whole crew. And then we have Andy and Pacey come in. And Andy's like, hey, guys. She's, like, super happy to be there. She tries so hard. She really does try. Um, And it gets awkward because, like, Dawson sees Pacey. And then he can't be in the same vicinity as him. So he grabs Joey and goes for a dance. And I think it's also awkward because... Pasty's there with Andy, and obviously, like that could potentially be weird for Joey. It's very this is why you don't date within your friend group. It gets very incestuous, and now it's all awkward. And you can't even go to prom with your friends. Now, okay, I have a question. Adam, did you see Dawson asking Joey to dance as like a haha in the face of Pacey? No, I not like at all. Um, although I feel like I'm probably higher on Dawson than everyone else who ever watches the show, and I'm not even high on Dawson. Um, <laughs> I certainly didn't see it as like an in-your-face moment. I, th- this particular point, I saw it as like a, this is going to be a really uncomfortable conversation if we all just sit mm-hmm. here at this table. Let's go dance at prom. Interesting. I think I'm, I think I'm in the middle. I think that he didn't want to be around Pacey. I view it okay so I might be even a different than the both of you I don't think it's more of like he's avoiding awkwardness I think it's more that he's just like I'm gonna make this the best night of Joey's life and get her back and that's literally his entire goal the entire night I don't think that's what it is I think that he's I think that he's more interested in sliding Pacey than he is in Ah. Joey 
I okay. think that he, like, if anything, he's like, like, look at me. I'm dancing with Joey, and I don't want to be around you. And you, like, mm-hmm. are a, like a backstabber. And I think that that to Dawson is more important to him than being with Joey. I I don't disagree with that as like an overall sentiment of what Dawson is feeling. I just more am saying like in this moment, yeah. it felt more like, mm, I don't he's know, just, you know, but I could be wrong. It's hard to read in this moment. I think I, I just, also don't think Dawson thought that Pacey would come. I think is like the oh, other yeah, thing. Oh yeah, could be like surprised. And 100%. so like seeing Pacey coming, especially with Andy, I could yeah. certainly see that as like a, okay, we need to like not be yeah. here right yeah, now exactly. in this Like table. I gotta get out. This is like not going to yeah. be. And the... so I think I actually fall close to Jess's point here of just like wanting to make it better for Joey because that is like a terribly uncomfortable conversation for Joey to like sit at that table with yeah. like everyone there. And so just like get them out of that situation like, All right, let's go dance. as fast as possible. Um, So then we see on the dance floor, Joey and Dawson are dancing and Joey of course is looking directly at Pacey as they're dancing. Adam is rolling his eyes. <laughs> How hard is it to like not look at other people? When just... you're in love with somebody, it's very difficult. No, mm. you've never like, been at a dance or been somewhere and like you see the person that you really like either with somebody else or not with you and you can't help but look at them uh not in like this context i don't know she's like the uh, just like wait a day like why do you have to do it like right now like he's there he and just he came in some. with a he, okay he looks like every other guy in the room like wh- i mean pacey doesn't even look that great yeah oh let's my calm god down the shots here. being fired at joshua jackson i mean dawson looks better than pacey but also because <laughs> he's richer and has more hair to work with yeah, I actually and completely power. agree. Oh my um, god. To know that this was going what I was going to be most upset about on this podcast. Okay, like okay, like what? I don't look at Joshua Jackson still and be like, this fucker's hot. Grow some facial hair, like do something. I'm not attracted I to him. He doesn't have facial hair. Well, I I he gives off vibes that he could. He gives off vibes. Yes. What I'm not still convinced that I'm supposed to be like, you know thirsting over pacey i mean we're both over 30 year old women i don't think we're supposed to be thirsting over either one of them currently but no and the moment good looking guy (sighs) um and james vanderbeek's twitter is getting hotter and hotter oh god (laughs) anyway oh my goodness so yes and then we see jen and henry dancing and it gets so awkward jen's like so here we are yep at the prom what are you thinking about and he's like i wasn't thinking about sex okay it's like oh my fucking god the two of you are so annoying and jen is like chill henry you're allowed to think about sex and he's like well i wasn't she's like listen you could think about sex i could think about sex it's just we're not having sex tonight okay sarah's now showing us a picture of james vanderbeek <laughs> holding a baby does he have like one of those weird handlebar mustache things going on what's happening no 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 he oh it's so hot he has full facial hair but he's gray on his chin and like it looks like he has a hulk hogan thing going on no 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 no. like it's just the it's just no he's you know like how right um it doesn't matter he has a salt and pepper type of situation going on because he's graying Mm-hmm. And but his mustache. Well, Joshua Jackson's on. like Instagram or Twitter because I okay. I just have a feeling. 
All right. But it's, I'm just saying. Uh, These are supposed to be like 16 year olds that were 17. No, no, no. In this, now they're 40 something. Oh, yeah. Now they're much older, but now they're like thirstable age, thirst appropriate. You know what I mean? Okay. Mm -hmm. Words. I'm going to show you one picture and I'll tell you what. The reason why he looks good is because of his wife. His wife is fucking gorgeous. But look at his face. He's so happy. The he never made oh. that face when he was with Joey. <laughs> That's true. Okay, yeah. you're showing me the worst ones on purpose. I'm not going to. They don't okay, look good. I will. This is. I don't know how people are receiving this. Okay, we need to, to move on from this because no pictures. one cares. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, Jen and Henry are being the worst. Uh, and then we get Jack and Ethan scene, and um, and Ethan's like, "Oh, I'm so glad you had the courage." um when brad and i first told people what was happening it wasn't easy and jack is just like had enough he's like can we put a pin in the when i was a young gay boy stories like it's not giving me any solace and ethan finally admits that he never asked asked the guy to anything like this and he's like what do you mean you're talking about all this like actualization crap and you never actually actualized (laughs) (laughs) fucking line um and he's just like yeah, no, like, I thought this was a hurdle we could jump over together. And Jack is, like, pissed. As what I would be very annoyed at this point as well. Because he's like, I was tricked. Like, yeah. courage would be telling you that I'm not ready for this. Um, And, like, you know, I don't want to be here. Like, I'm not ready for this. And so Ethan is just, like, doesn't understand. And Jack's just like, you know what? I'm going to get a Coke or a Diet Pepsi. Whichever one is better for my self-actualization. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I what's, am pro what's Jack here. Ethan sucks. Is Coke or Diet Pepsi better for your self actualization? Coke Zero the is the answer. I have no thoughts here on either <sighs> of those two. Yeah. yeah. No thoughts. Uh, You're the first talking... person in the entire world to yeah. not have a thought on the di- on Coke or Pepsi. Who cares? Wanna... Why are you drinking either one of them, to be honest with you? Dr. Pepper is so much better than both okay, of them. Okay, I, so I love like... Dr. Pip. Um, is we... it Pip? Wait, Pib? Dr. Pib. Dr. Pib. Oh, I thought you said Pip. I did. <laughs> um, I did. So, oh my god. I I mean, we talked this. I don't want to talk to this to death. Like, I mean, I still feel as though, yeah, like it would have been more courageous if Ethan was like, "Look, like I'm like a scaredy pants too." like let's be scaredy pants together i still think that he did it because he is um insecure and he had to put out a false bravado does that suck yes could they have conquered these demons together sure thing but everyone's a human and people can't deal with their shit like you know i i i I don't deal with any of my shit at all ever And that's just the, it's not healthy. That's the problem. That's the thing. It's not good, but that's because I'm a human. And I, if, if I was a robot, I would be perfect. And I would deal with my shit all the time. I would never lie. However, I'm a human. And so is Ethan. And he's just trying to get from day to day. (sighs) Anyway. I still don't like Ethan. Moving on I to never said that I liked it. I'm just trying to like play devil's advocate. Like I never said him once. Uh, this is my favorite scene. Let's talk about football camp. No one gives a flying fuck about fucking football camp. Henry. I don't Here. understand. Here's the thing. What? Henry 
sucks. They both suck. The fact yeah. that Henry is like, oh, by the way, I'm going to football camp for eight fucking weeks and you didn't feel the need to tell your girlfriend, bro? Well, he's telling her now. Okay, wait. I have a question. We're like in spring right now, right? Like it's almost the end of the season, which no, means we're almost done when, with. Jessica, when's prom? Prom is always end of May, early June. Okay. Yeah. So he leaves at the end of June and he didn't feel the need to fucking tell his girlfriend this? Yeah, he should have told her sooner, but also like he's a football player. He has to go to football camp. Like everybody has to do what they have to do. This to... is not a thing. You don't have to go to football camp. Yes, you do. Adam's shaking his head. I guarantee Adam, they don't have to you if you're a football camp. player and you're trying to like get a scholarship to go to school, then you have to go to football camp. I guarantee you all <laughs> football players have to go to football <laughs> camp if they're serious about football. Who's serious about football? Who's serious about football? Do we have anybody in the Discord we can ask? Do you Where's think the there are like channel? hundreds of thousands of football camps? Yes. Like, do you know how many people are playing high school football? No, if you're serious, like if you're like the quarterback and you're trying to get into college, a college scholarship to go to He's football. a freshman though, right? Uh, yeah, he's yeah, super but like, young. like he's still trying to, you know, but the point you know, being I don't even care about the football camp, right? Like, sure. Henry, sayonara. See you later. I hope to never fucking see your stupid face again. However, the fact that he didn't feel the need to tell Jen this is, like, annoying. And he's like, well, I wasn't going to tell you in the middle of prom. And it's like, bitch, you had, like, weeks. I'm sure you knew this whole time you were going to be going. Like, you could have fucking told her before. And then Jen out shitties Henry. Like, she somehow, somehow, by some miracle she is able to be worse than henry all right and she's just like oh, you don't devastate your girlfriend with the news of an impending two-month separation in the middle of prom it ruins the night she's like whatever slim possibility may have existed that you and i might have actually had sex well you could just forget about it and then he's like well um uh we i thought we weren't actually gonna like have sex though like i'm confused because you like said like no sex and, and Jen's like, come on, Henry. It's Of course, we're, I'm going to say that. You alleviate the pressure and make it seem spontaneous. I hate these mind games, Adam. I hate these mind games. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so brutal. This is such a tough look for my girl, Jen. I really loved her, like, so much throughout this whole show. I'm, like, rooting for her so hard. And Henry just sucks. This whole situation sucks. Obviously, like, Jen wanted to, like, have sex with Henry tonight. Like, that was very clear. Mm -hmm. Like, that was what yeah. she wanted. Also, I'm not going to lie to you. Good for Jen. Finally, someone's having sex on this show. It's about damn yeah. time. <laughs> because everyone else. Finally, someone's having sex. I don't sex. know what the fuck happened, but apparently people stopped having sex on the show after season one. I don't know. Jen is like finally wanting to push something. And here we go. Henry deciding he needs to go to whatever the fuck football camp is for eight weeks. Jen, or, or, oh my God, I just called you Jen. Jess, how long of, in advance do you need for someone to be gone for eight weeks? Like what's the, what's the lead time that you would need for that? You said you're mad about that. A couple months. I, as soon as you sign up for football as camp. Soon as, you as soon out. as you know. Okay. As soon as you know, you tell what if me. We just, what if we just found out? He did. I'm not defending Henry. Fuck Henry. Never mind. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care. I'm not defending Henry. <laughs> Fuck Henry. Exactly. Henry fucking sucks, and then Jen sucks too. Jen didn't have to suck here. I'm actually mad at the writers for making Jen suck here a little bit. Well, of bit, course, we're always mad at the writers. 
Yeah. Just be like, okay, that kind of stinks. I'll come and visit you, but have fun at football camp. Yeah. Now let's go fuck in the bathroom. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That would have been a, that would have been such a good ending. To this you can have like you can make your own narrative. It's all how you make it. Like, come on, you yeah. ruined your own prom night. Yeah. And then Joey and Dawson, like usual, are having serious conversations in the worst moments. Um. <laughs> it's their brand it's definitely their brand can i ask you a brazen but obvious question i'm going to start off every single time i ask somebody a question that way just to make somebody have a deep anxiety spike right before i ask my question she says why did you bring me here tonight dawson you guys are slow dancing to some lame song that's been playing for 12 hours straight because we can't pay any more money for extra extra songs at the prom but you're gonna ask this question um he she says was it just to throw jabs at pacey he goes what are you talking about i had no idea pacey would be here um and she says you don't think that i get the subtext of every one of those looks you keep throwing his way i mean dawson you might as well get on the pa and scream she's mine pacey ha i win and he says that he's not thinking that he's actually thinking why did he have to show up at my mother's, my mommy's restaurant at prom that I organized? What exactly is he trying to accomplish? He's trying to have his own night. Also, um, did you fucking forget that, like, you're all a friend group and maybe he's here to support Jack, you dumb fuck? Yeah. I can't yeah. with Dawson. No, he's because it's not asshole. about Jack. It's about joey and him going to prom with joey um and she goes now given the right circumstances under uh the night originated what right do you have to exclude anybody uh which is like a good point like this whole reason why we're doing this yeah. tonight is because you because jack was excluded so now you're saying that you're excluding somebody he says i'm not excluding him i haven't said a word to him but that's excluding him because you're not whatever um and then she says you're parading me around like a prize he denies it um it's not my fault if people are staring at us and he goes uh she says none of it's your fault none of it's anybody's fault it's just happening and then dawson wants to start over it's just uh let's just have a good time and then joey needs a breather um mike that sucks edwards about dawson oh yeah Sorry, I was just gonna say the thing that sucks about Dawson and always and will suck about Dawson is he's so fucking self-centered he can't see past his own fucking nose. Like he literally has no idea how this is affecting Joey. Meanwhile, Pacey, both Pacey and Joey look fucking miserable all night. You think Dawson would even notice that Joey is miserable? But no, he's just like, oh, but we're on a date. This is fucking great. It's not my fault. Having Pacey a great time. Yeah. He's an asshole. I love it. Uh, so I, I'm getting like live feedback about football camp. So Jesus. I will. Um, what, one person says I've never played a fall sport. So no. It's like, how is this helpful person? <laughs> I've never played <laughs> a what? He, I said like, okay. So my question was emergency question about football in high school or any varsity mm -hmm. high school sports. Did you have to go to football slash sports camp in the summer? And somebody said, I never played a fall sport. So no. Well, you would think that if you didn't have anything to contribute to the question, you would just ignore the question. But no. 
Uh, well, whatever. Just call out everybody. Well, I hope I whoever said that is not listening. Holy I, cow. No, I'm <laughs> joking. Uh, okay, but Mike Edwards says, typically high school football will do a camp in August, and then in college, the first three weeks before the semester started were all considered camps. That's Minimum like eight of weeks. two practices a day. Eight weeks does sound a little... Um, also, to be clear, those uh, at least my assumption this is only based on marching band, I guess, but like my assumption that those camps are at the school, they're not right. in they're not like away. Ohio or wherever he was going. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, that person, I am sorry, I spoke a little too soon. He they did uh start talking about their brother, so I'm sorry. I get a little heated, <laughs> I get a little heated. <laughs> I'm just a bitch. I don't know what to say. <laughs> we're all heated today. We're all out. Um, we're all I feel good. I don't know if you guys are. <laughs> we so, do get a cute Jack yeah. and Joey scene Thank here. Goodness. Um, we waited, where, like, like, we the have an entire season for this. Yes. Yeah, we haven't seen we them have together a ton. The season for. <laughs> <I'm> not, the, <laughs> not the tons and tons of sex that I anticipated we're going to get um so yeah i love the scene between jack and joey they have a heart to heart basically they're both saying that they kind of fucked up in uh their own ways because jack says that like he was nasty to ethan and joey says that you know uh i don't know joey who knows what joey says but she's just saying that like she <laughs> wants everybody to be friends again and she doesn't want to be caught in the middle and jack says well you have to set the example because dawson and pacey are not going to do it themselves um so and they have like a cute moment they like hold hands oh yeah little Adam, what do you hold. think of this i they, loved it yeah it they so dated once yeah, yeah well I hate, to be fair i hated them when they were dating yeah but same besides <laughs> that i love them now as friends yeah no this was such a good scene um, except for like Joey being annoying. Uh, besides like that little <laughs> part of it, I loved the scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like. I love them like holding hands and kind of taking a moment together to like get away from the madness because they are two of the characters who are more introverted and like need the space and time for like to have like the quiet thoughts, you know. Yeah, so I thought it made needs sense that it was those breathers two. at prom. That's part yeah. of the prom day. Yep um and then um of oh, course come on i just got an email from lord and taylor prom outfit sorted stop listening to me people <laughs> fuck you That's i'm not what should be telling our listeners to stop listening to us. no <laughs> google i'm 32 oh. years old i don't get to go to prom anymore stop sending me prom outfits what bullshit and we get a shitty gail and mitch scene um where gail's like i took i took the liberty of packing a bag maybe i can stay over and mitch is like nah i don't think that's a great idea it's like oh we're doing this again we're doing this again and Such uh a push and a pull it's so annoying and mitch is like i've always been honest i'm not gonna stop being honest now um he's like i can't keep playing this game is it a slip up is it a relationship is it a saturday night arrangement what is it and gail says what do you want it to be oh bitch i hate when people answer a question with another question yeah answer the first question what are you doing gail yeah well mitch doesn't want to be the one to make the move i guess even though she's always made the move and he was always saying to her like 
slow down but in this no, case he was the one who decided to get the divorce he's the one who's been like pushing this whole thing the whole time right adam adam you have more uh you just watched all that nonsense yeah boy i wish that i could like come in here with citations but honestly whenever they're on the screen i just kind of like gloss over <laughs> like most of it uh this was so annoying though i don't just just like shut up i don't know there were like th so three people like left i was terrified i let me tell you i was terrified that like all three of the people who were leaving mid prom like mid dance were all gonna end up together in a scene and i thought like mitch was gonna go out there and, like start talking with the other two and i was like please <laughs> dear god i do not need this in my life um it was so annoying just like get back together or never see each other again like one yeah, of the two and then enough. stop telling me about it yeah he wants to DTR. She's indecisive as always. Um, and then we get, so Joey has come back from outside and she's decided to take action. She's going to set the example. And by setting the example, she's going to go to J a Pacey and ask him to dance. And here's the thing. I don't know how that's setting the example. It's not. It doesn't make any fucking sense that okay. this is setting the example. Like setting the example is sitting down PC and Dawson and being like, all right, enough of this fucking shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Instead, she heightens the tension by inviting Pacey to dance. And of course, they're going to have the vibes and the chemistry. And he says, how come this feels so right? And uh. like, I love the callback to the dance lessons. Very cute. Um, and uh, and Pacey immediately notices she's wearing these like very fancy diamond earrings. And he says, where did you get those? Those just aren't you. And she's like, why? Because I'm just a tor poor tomboy or because Dawson gave them to me. And he says, neither. And he points to her bracelet. He says, this is you. It's not showy or gaudy, just simple, elegant, beautiful. And it's her mom's bracelet. And he knows because he brings up a moment six months ago. Mm -hmm. about, and he knows what she was wearing. And um, she says, like, look, Pacey, I just found my mother's bracelet this morning. Why don't you cut me some slack? And then we get, like, a very iconic moment where she goes, you remember that? And he says, I remember everything. Yeah, that was good. I would Adam just rolled his eyes. Yeah. I'm so out on Pacey this whole scene. Oh I'm so God. ridiculously out. I you cannot even tell you. You right? not love love. What is wrong Listen, with you? Listen, okay, uh, we can. I'll go over like that part of it a little bit later. We'll get there. We'll get there. But oh. like the the very first the part of it was like, why does this feel so right? Shut up, Pacey. It doesn't feel mm -hmm. right. You came with Andy. Where's Andy? Shut up. And then like goes and then his like secondary move here is to like insult these gorgeous earrings that are on her. Yeah. Like these so, aren't you. That's yeah. what you're doing at this prom yeah. is insulting this girl you likes earrings. Yeah. He just knows her better. He knows that don't that those don't fit her. But they I mean they fit what? her beautifully. I will say that I would be all in on this scene between Pacey and Joey if her mom's bracelet wasn't so fucking ugly. <laughs> It was like beads and it looked cheap. And of course, like, it looks cheap and sentimental, Sarah. If it was like a simple like tennis bracelet or a silver bracelet, Bitch, they can't afford a tennis bracelet. I don't Do you know who we're talking about I, here. I know, but they like, barely I'm, have a working phone. But it's like bead bullshit. Like I don't like. I how am I supposed to like appreciate this bracelet? It's, it's so not about the value compared to like oh the beautiful diamond earrings from ma'am. It Dale. is not about the dollar sign next to the you it's, know amount. I'm not. It could be. A, it could be fake. I don't fucking care. It's not about the dollar sign. It's about the look. I don't want. <sighs> why? Why is like he's saying like this beautiful bracelet? It's like such a joke. 
He did not need to insult the earrings. That's where the I The earrings were You all are cracked. He had absolutely no reason other than just being a dick because he knows that they're from Dawson to insult those earrings. Like, yep. for as how much does he shit. Know? How for, does he know? What do you mean, how does he know? Where else? Is, he, Dawson is the one that brought her. Where she, is, he knows that they aren't hers. He gave her diamond earrings. Who else where is giving else her diamond earrings? Where else did she get earrings? it from? I don't know. A gift from Bessie. You has we saw that bracelet. What do you mean? Maybe they're cubic zirconia. Exactly, and then it's not about the dollar sign. But it doesn't mean you have to insult them. They're gaudy. Okay, they're not gaudy. Yeah, no. No. Oh my, they are not gaudy. That fucking bracelet's the piece of trash. (laughs) Okay, I'm not quite. Not quite as out on the bracelet part. I was like, I sign on to Sarah about Feezy insulting the diamonds, but no, I, get me off of this I, boat. When you I, get, about the I don't know. He's just so annoying in this whole scene. And he's it's like, not he knows what he's doing. That is the part to me that's no, so no, freaking no, no, annoying. No, no. Just, no, no. he knows what he's doing in the same he's way not. that we're like furious at Dawson for like doing all these manipulative things. He's doing the exact no, same what thing. What he's trying to do is he's trying to have a moment with the girl he has feelings for. He's been staring How at is that? That's not what Dawson is trying to do. Oh, it's exactly what Dawson is trying to do, but it's not reciprocated by Joey with Dawson. I have um, a voicemail actually from Eric that like uh, echoes the same sentiment that Adam is saying. Um, I can try to play it if you would like to hear it because it's exactly on this subject. I, for one, would love to hear it. Uh... Okay. Okay. Here we, me looks. <laughs> here we go. No, I'm just I'm just it's it's relevant. It's relevant. Okay. Here we go. Try not to bury Dawson too much. He's still just a 16-year-old. 16? I don't know how old he is. 17, I don't know. However old he is, he's still just a kid. He makes some selfish decisions a lot, but damn. He's a kid who's still figuring it out, and his best friend and his whatever Joey is to him really just threw him for a loop uh and let's be honest pacey's my favorite character on this show but some of the things fucking a oh we were right at the good part too. <laughs> fucking a. he's done are pretty deceptive all the stuff with like joey's mom's bracelet and blah 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 i mean he knew what he was doing uh just like when he's like in the last episode when he's talking about, um, you know, oh, as long as, like, you're not directing your anger at Joey anymore, Dawson. I mean, come on. He knows what he's doing. I know it's the writers getting clever with his stuff, but it's, it is, like, Dawson was right in a way. Like, some of the stuff with, like, self-deprecating, you know, honorable BS, it's a little bit much at times. So, anyway, and, uh, yeah. So, I'm assuming you probably enjoyed this episode, uh just so you know the next one's even better uh we are at peak dawson's creek time right now meanwhile i'm really hoping i'm not spoiling anything right now because i'm assuming you watch this as soon as you're done filming so if i didn't and i just ruined something i am so sorry you did not eric you did not so yeah eric has the same thing like he thinks that this is a manipulation tactic um with joey because he is like oh this these earrings they're, they're not you. Um, he doesn't even know you. I know you. And he does. Um, Just even the first thing he says of why does this feel so right? 
why you just don't have to say that when you both came to this prom with different people and all of the context like surrounding the night but they both like you just don't have it. to say it doesn't matter you don't have to say it like you don't have to be like that guy as much I as like dawson is trying to make joey choose pacing is doing the exact same no thing. no i completely disagree because what we've seen we've seen what has happened right so after joey ends things with pacey because she chooses dawson over him which feels like fucking shit because not only does he lose like the girl he's interested in he loses his best friend also at the same time then we have the whole situation with the fucking regatta situation <laughs> and and then pacey hasn't even gotten to talk to joey for two fucking weeks and the first time she talks to him is about dawson again pacey just keeps getting fucking shit on and punched in the face repeatedly and so he finally gets a moment with joey he didn't approach her at the prom nothing she approached him That's he true. was innocent in all of that i'm not and saying so, joey is correct here <laughs> no i'm <laughs> saying what i'm saying is that pacey is the one who was giving her the space that she asked for he didn't approach her she has approached him every single time he is the one who's like depressed and sad because he got dumped right he's trying to do the best thing and bring andy and move on she asked him to dance you're telling me that his emotions aren't going to take over in that moment and he's gonna he's not gonna say some stuff come on now here's what i'm saying i'm saying that we i say we very liberally here y'all you specifically jessica sterling shit on dawson relentlessly which is fine i'm not like mad about that but like, we cannot not get mad at Pacey for doing essentially the same thing that Dawson is doing I just because we like Pacey that. more. Like, I that to me is where I am, like, drawing the line. Pacey is so annoying here in this scene, I and just, he's like, just as manipulative as Dawson. I just forgive him more because I feel like he's been through, like, a really fucking rough time lately. I and mean, so, you like, forgive him me, more because you like action, him better. Yeah. Which is understandable. Well, also, he's less annoying than Dawson. Yeah, of course he is. But anyway, but regardless also, of whether or not, I just think that the earrings were nice. Okay, that's fine. You Didn't can like the earrings, the and I can dislike the earrings. Didn't that's need fine. To come for the Why earrings. would you not like the earrings? They, they look very good, Jess. I think they look very. They're good. fine. They're fine. They're not my style, but they're fine. Anyway, uh, then of course they're like dancing. They're having like a really nice time, and they're getting like closer. And then of course Joey looks up and sees Dawson, and he leaves and. I love this particular moment because Joey like stops and kind of like very, very subtly like pulls away from Pacey and Pacey like instantly knows what has happened. Like he can tell in her body language what's going on. I just feel like that's like a great moment to like express that they have like the chemistry and that there's something there without having to like say anything, you know? Um, And then we just get like peak asshole Dawson. Oh my God, he's the worst here. How could you do that to me? Are you trying to hurt me? Um, and Joey, of course, naive Joey, just wants things to go back to the way they were. Uh, and he says, you can't go back to the way they were, Joey. Don't you get it? You can't climb through my window, pop an ET, and have it be the same. You can't dance with me or with him at the prom I organized and expect <laughs> me not to be hurt. <laughs> He, I mean, he loses me when it's like my prom. It's my prom. Bitch, calm down. This is everybody's prom. That's what it's. That's the whole point. Yeah, that's where he starts to lose me. He has points where he says, you know, it's it isn't fair for Dawson, but it's not fair for Dawson to ask Joey to 
um, make a decision either. But it's also not fair for him to be for Joey not to make a decision. Like it's not fair for like anybody. It's a very hard place to be in to be waiting for somebody to choose you. I think, but also he puts her in impossible situations. He's the one that gives the alternate uh, ultimatums. He's the one that's like, make like you have to choose or between us. Mm-hmm. He's the one that goes to her and like is like invites her to the prom and all this stuff and not gives her the space that she asked for. So, but also she can't, she can't go to the prom with Dawson, then go dance with Pacey and expect there not to be hurt feelings and repercussions. Oh, for sure. No, I'm not saying Joey's right here. I'm saying they're both wrong, but Dawson's just a fucking asshole. Well, he's a whiny bitch and he always is a whiny bitch. He will always be a whiny bitch. bitch. That's facts. Yeah. Yeah. And I love like Dawson just being peak asshole here when he says the whole reason I suggested this stupid alternative prom wasn't about Jack. It was well, about you. Oh, that's a fucking douche thing. It's it should be. It shouldn't even be about Jack. It should be the sentiment that everybody, no matter who you are, race, creed, sexual orientation, what you look like, everybody should be welcome to everything. And that's the point of anti-prom. So it shouldn't be about Jack. It should definitely not be about Joey. It should be how everyone should be treated equal and be able to go to prom and have a good time. So, and it's bad on Dawson to prioritize his own fucking dick then over the whole entire point of what anti-prom is supposed to be he Mm -hmm. did anti-prom for the wrong reasons yeah and adam like this is the point where i say dawson is way more manipulative because he is basically he says this whole night was orchestrated to remind you of what it was like between us like to dance to hold you to make you remember what it was like I thought maybe, you know, if I can make it perfect. And Joey knows what he's talking about. Like you thought if you orchestrated this whole thing, I would pick you over Pacey. And like, that's a dick move. That's way more manipulative than anything Pacey does in this night, Adam. Okay. I, I want to like get over the Pacey of it here for just a moment because I actually, like I <laughs> shockingly think this was like a surprisingly honest moment from Dawson, like telling Joey what his actual intentions were. Um, I don't know. How does like Joey not realize that like saying yes to go to prom with Dawson would like lead to this exact situation? And I I don't know. I'm not like putting this completely on, on, you know, Joey because Dawson sucks. I'm not like trying to defend Dawson. I'm not not, like out here, you know, pro Dawson by any means. Um, but I don't know. Like we're talking about how we like feel the sympathy in our brooding for Pacey because he's like gone through some shit this like sucks for Dawson, right? Like uh, this whole night, like, you know, going and then seeing Joey with Pacey there after all the contacts after like, I don't know that like really sucks to be Dawson. And like, it sucks, yes, but it's his own fault terribly. for the ultimatum. Well, he, so he did, but then like Joey still said yes to Dawson in my mind, <laughs> in my 16 year old mind that would be like joey choosing dawson like yeah that's, but the, i feel like that's a, no, the choice it's that right simple. it's not that simple right you can't just shut off feelings he's he knows better than that i think you might be giving him a little bit too much credit here i like i think he, i think it could hypothetically in this like world or whatever i think that it could be that simple if joey were to just pick dawson 
I'm not like I'm not that's not what I'm advocating for or like even what I'm rooting for but I think that in Dawson's mind that's like what he wants is for Joey to just pick Dawson have that Mm -hmm. be done and done and then you know ostensibly have things go back to quote unquote whatever normal means but like in, in his mind that's like what he wants and that's like what happened I don't know like I think that his reaction is way over the top here of course like for dramatic effect whatever he's Dawson like he's gonna like you know freak out mm-hmm. but I don't know he like had a sucky night he thought he was like getting picked and then to come back and see yeah. that yeah that's a, it's a, yeah. yeah it's an impossible situation it really it really is. is I don't blame Dawson for being in his feels about it I do blame Dawson for being a sociopath and planning this entire thing yeah. in a way to get back Joey because he just so that she can have a feeling of what he used to be. Right. That's what I blame Dawson for. I blame Joey for not making a decision. It's not her fault that she has feelings for Pacey, but she can go back and forth between the two of them and hope that everything could be normal. She has to make a decision and stick with it and deal with the consequences. And Pacey, I don't know. I don't know where Pacey is. Maybe Pacey, it's not his fault that he developed feelings for Joey. And I don't blame him for that. But he also, and he's not the one that's giving the ultimatums, but he is very intentional with the words that he chooses. He's a smart guy, probably the smartest of the lot. Um, And I think that he does know what he's doing as well. I think that it's more likely that he there is more cerebral element to the moves that Pacey makes more so than Dawson, who acts pure from emotion. And he's not subtle. Dawson's not even like remotely subtle no. when he's like doing these things, right? No. Which like to his detriment, but- like ninety nine percent of the time. But I think like in this situation, he was very honest with Joey. He's like, "Yes, yes. I want you to pick me." Like <laughs> he was very clear there versus Pacey's like laying these subtle hints and traps. But and I think like before we put like a bow on the this whole scene here, like I would argue that Dawson is more self interested. He cares about his own happiness without a doubt over joey's whereas pacey in this current moment cares more about if joey is happy like that is how both of them are operating it's true but it's also that is pacey i think it's genuine but also i think that like pacey knows that he's like the good guy that makes everybody like that puts everybody before him and like he knows that this is like something that I don't know. As somebody, no, there certainly can you can read a little bit of manipulation in the things that Pacey does. But to me, he's purer than Dawson because not like purer, but like he gives way more of a shit about Joey. And I think that to Dawson, a lot of being with Joey yeah. is her being a prize to him. Yeah, and I think there's a I, big difference, and I that I is why people like Pacey agree more. With that, I think. Though I think that Dawson is a little bit more transparent about. Oh, because he's an idiot yeah of course yeah no like, arguments there <laughs> yeah <laughs> but moving um, on from from that scene we got jenry nonsense we're a football camp oh it's a fucking football camp oh i hate you oh whatever you know oh if my decision to go it has nothing to do with you and blah 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 and this is like we get the we get the ultimatum from henry here where he's like i'm not gonna go through this again jen this time there's not gonna be any posters the grand declarations of my feelings you walk in that house and it's not just good night. 
it's goodbye. And Jen, thank everything, says goodbye. Sayonara. And leaves. I mean, is this the end of Jen and Henry? I don't know. We'll find out. We still have one more episode. God, I hope so. And, yeah. um, So, it's whatever. I mean, like, Jen can get over the fact that it's only eight weeks. They can get over it. But she's kind of having, like, um like a little bit of a tantrum. He's a moron. Like as soon as he was like signing up for football camp, he should have told her, but yeah, of course. Um, but who, hopefully they're over. Um, yeah. We get some Jack and Ethan stuff. We kind of talked a little bit through this earlier where Ethan is leaving and, uh, and he like basically is pressuring Jack to make the move. Yeah. He's like, kiss me then if you're ready, like kiss me. And Jack doesn't do it. And this is all I need to see to know that, like, you know what? They're not right for each other. You know, like, I'm hoping this is the end of Ethan. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I do not remember. Yeah. Um, It doesn't have to be so hard between a new relationship. Like, if you have to try this hard, then it's not meant to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. One of the sweeter scenes, we have Pacey and Andy walking along the docks. Angels. Um, Angels on this earth, Andy McPhee. We love her. Yeah, she says that, um, she's like, I'm really sorry it didn't work out for you, Pacey. Pacey apologizes. He's like, uh, I, 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 I thought that when I invited you, I, I, it was because I wanted to go with you. I'm really sorry it's not the truth. When I got there, I realized like that, you know, he wanted to be there to, talk, to see Joey. And Andy mm-hmm. is such a sweetheart. She apologizes. She says, I'm sorry it didn't work out for you. At least you got to dance with her. Yeah. It's like, She's like, I'm sad for you. And like, I just, Andy is without a doubt my favorite character on the show. It's not even like remotely close. Is She's that like sweetest. official? Like my, your favorite character that we'll ever get is Andy McFay. Oh, I'm saying through right now. Oh, damn it. I was like really trying to trick you into giving me your final take of who the No, no, no. Time is. I mean, honestly, it's been a while. Like we we all joke like I'm, you know, rewatching, you're watching for the first time. I haven't seen this show in a really long time. So while I know broad strokes of what happens, I don't necessarily know every minor plot point. Right. But like I just think Andy is like the absolute sweetest. Yeah. And, I love this. And poor Pacey, like not poor Pacey, but Pacey just feels awful, right? Like he feels terrible that he doesn't reciprocate those feelings. Um, and Andy, I just love the line of like Andy saying, I don't think you can give me what I what it would take to to make me happy. You know, I can't you can't make this up to me because, you know, what she needs is she needs him to have feelings for her and he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she he reveals her plans for the summer. He's going to sail true love down to Key West. Um, and she, he's planning on leaving right after finals and andy says have you told joey how you feel and pacey says andy she already knows how i feel and she go uh andy says i mean really told her pacey you can't leave without telling her without letting her know i mean that's not like you you just don't stand and let things happen and you don't run away either you have to tell her that you love her and you have to get her back because if you don't i promise you you will regret it and i think that this is her saying like i regret that i didn't fight more to keep you like i regret that i didn't like make big moves and like stand outside with a sign or whatever (laughs) like i she's like i'm i regret like what i did to lose you and i regret what i 
didn't do to get you back, which I don't know if there would have been anything that she could have done. Um, and she's like really, really forceful and saying like, Pacey, you will regret this if you don't tell her how yeah. you feel. Yeah. And I want to get your take on all of this because uh, you've been all through through all this very recently, having seen Andy have probably one of the most like tumultuous um, arcs of any character on the show with very high highs, very, very low lows. Um, what did you, what did you make of this scene between Pacey and Andy? Andy was like probably my favorite character through the second season. And then like at the beginning of the season, she just sucked. And then like, it's been a slow increase back to the top here, but I think she's just like completely ends at the top for me. I think like Andy is absolutely spectacular. She gets like beaten up so bad in this episode we didn't like talk about it but that look uh you know we saw dawson seeing joey and pacey dancing but like we also saw andy see joey and pacey dancing and like the heartbreak on her face was so tragic and then like to come back and give this very like genuine heartfelt advice of like express your feelings say how, how you feel to the to the person that you love it, it was like really powerful, honestly, like seeing that. I thought it was just like, wow, you know, good yeah. for you, Andy, for like giving this like very, I think very good advice um, to someone who needed it. Because like I've been saying this whole time, Pacey's problem is that he's like trying to subtly do this. And he's like trying to make these more like smaller moves versus Dawson is like professing his love constantly and like being very forward. And ostensibly Andy's advice here is just like, pull a Dawson, like do what Dawson does, like go crazy, go big here. You're going to regret it if you don't, which I think is like an interesting thing for Mandy, but I love Sarah's take here that it's like, that's what she wished that she would have done with Pacey. That's what I wish she would have done with Pacey. They could have been together and then we wouldn't have had to deal with all of this shit show. For sure. Like I, I still am a big Pandy fan. Like I think that they make a ton of sense and I'm happy that even if they're not a couple that we still get scenes like this. And I'm hoping we, still can maintain these types of scenes with them together even if they're not together because I think that they do truly bring out the best in each other and they're able to see truly who each other is are whatever you know what I mean like they they know they know the true points of each other and are able to give each other solid advice um I kind of wish this this the show had like the episode had ended here <laughs> honestly I feel like it's a much better ending than what we get um, because we get Dawson and Joey the next morning. Joey's returning the earring. She does say they're so beautiful. I'm just not quite sure they're me. Um, but I had a really fun time wearing them. Um, she talks about when he kissed her. She says, I did feel something, something that I wasn't expecting, and something that will probably always be there. This makes sense to me. You know, your first love is your first love. Um, I think that the fact that like her and Dawson are so close and they do have this connection. Um, of course she's probably going to feel something. There's a lot of emotions being flown around. She's also a teenager. There's a lot of like puberty shit she's going through. Um, and she says to Dawson, like she can't keep hurting people. Um, she's going to tell him the same thing she told Pacey. Please don't make me choose. I'm not ready and I can't do it. And Dawson is just like, sure. Cause he's an optimist and he's like, you know what? I've been on this whole soul searching journey. It's come to an end. And what I found was you and we all vomited everywhere yes all of us <laughs> i don't know if you're being sarcastic i don't feel like you didn't vomit everywhere like I, I certainly did. did not vomit everywhere uh i don't know like it's obviously dramatic and like way over the top for any real person but like it's very dawson-esque and like good for him i guess a little bit for like being okay i'm not gonna like make you choose 
which is like a stark contrast from where we had seen them previously. So I'm not like yeah. mad about this. Joey should still choose, but I'm not like mad at Dawson here in this scene. I mean, we'll see if he like, you know, we'll see if he really does wait. Like he, he probably doesn't want to wait. Um probably not yeah uh so then we have a, a, a an amazing scene between gail and mitch where gail professes her love for him and she wants to define the relationship and she basically like proposes to him and um well she does she doesn't ask the question she goes you know the question he goes you know the answer and i guess mitch okay. and gail are back together and that's where we end this episode. What a fucking shitty ending for this Whatever. episode. <laughs> Whatever. What Whatever. a fucking choice. Yeah, hopefully it's over. Hopefully it's over. Oh, God. I hope so. That's, I mean, if it's well, over, was, then it's over. Then yeah. I'm fine. That was the episode. I mean, an amazing episode of television. It is. A solid episode of television. It's there's trauma. There's intrigue. There's trying love triangles what more yes. could you want i loved it um let's go to a quick ad break then we're gonna come back we're gonna go through some feedback give out some quick fashion awards and uh and finish this thing up we will be right back all right and we're back let's get to some feedback here um so we did get uh, an email from a new listener so welcome from amani um, they say, I've been listening to your podcast since December of last year, but I never found the time to write in. They're a senior in high school, which terrifies me. That's not them speaking. That is me. <laughs> Please don't take any of, don't listen. Don't tell your parents you're listening to this. I don't know. I feel a need to say that. Um, they're obsessed with Dawson's Creek. Uh, they said they have and always will be a JC shipper. And while we are watching the show as a young adult and learning about what went on behind the scenes, it has given me a new perspective on Andy and PC's relationship. I still never counted them in my list of OTPs, um, but, uh, but they still love them. And so then they had a couple of important opinions. They say uh, Jack and Jen's relationship throughout the entire show Um is the most wholesome thing ever and truly my favorite thing in the show, mostly because they are the only example of a truly healthy relationship. <laughs> wow. like, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably not wrong. Um, and, uh, and, and I think something that we never really talk too much about, but I kind of liked that they pointed it out. I've never thought of Dawson and PC as best friends or brothers. That was the, not only Dawson, but everyone in the show treats Pacey, uh, the way they treat Pacey proves otherwise. Yep. They all make jokes at his expense and expect the worst out of him, despite the fact that he's actually very multi-talented and compassionate. He's always the one getting things done and no one appreciates him or encourages him the way they should, except for Andy, which is why I have gained a newfound respect for her over time. We really don't see a ton of examples of like the Pacey uh, Dawson friendship. Yeah, I think that's one of those things where like they've been friends since they were kids and maybe they've like grown apart and maybe they don't have a ton of things in common, but because they've been friends for so long, they hold on to this friendship that maybe should not be held on to. Um, mm -hmm. I think that they're not the best friends to each other. Uh, no. Obviously, I mean, like Dawson forgot Pacey's birthday. That's one thing. Uh, Pacey yep. is really, really over Dawson's shit and has been for some time. I think that they're not like, like best friends as you would think that they they put off 
it's just like friends by proximity, right? Like when you're mm-hmm. that age, yeah. half your friends are just like, oh, who's around? And yeah. so, you know, they're around. Yeah. It's fair. Um, we also got a voicemail from someone very special, Lindy. I'm going to play it right now. Hi, Jess and Sarah and Adam. This is Lindy. I am so excited to listen to this podcast. So some questions I have for you are, can Adam and Sarah give their predictions and hopes for what will happen in the season finale? And I also want to know if you all have any funny or dramatic prom stories. But no matter what happened at your prom, I am sure that there is nothing Jess and Sarah would hate more than having to go to prom at Leary's Fresh Fish. (laughs) And also, I am totally drinking the Jossie juice. I mean, Pacey whispering, I remember everything, in Joey's ear, is everything. Actually, I am serving the Jossie juice at the anti-prom. Oh my god. I can't wait to hear your thoughts about the episode. Bye. The punch bowl is filled with Jossie juice. Yeah. Uh, so okay. I want to hear uh, to Lindy's question. Uh, let's start with you, Sarah. Predictions for the finale. I think that um, Joey is going to have to choose. I think that she's going to make her decision on who she wants to be with. Um, and I think that the other person is going to have a big reaction. I think that somebody's going to have sex because I made that prediction before the season and I predict that somebody is going to have sex. And then I think that there might be a departure within the main cast because I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling feeling violent. Adam, what about you? Uh, okay, I totally agree. Joey's gonna have to choose. Um, and I just like based on the reaction that I'm getting from every single person who has told me any, any every single thing about this show, uh, she's gonna pick Pacey. Um, because that's you know what everyone's rooting for. Too many people are on that camp, so she's gonna pick mm-hmm. Pacey in some capacity here. Dawson's gonna have a full blown meltdown. What it's gonna be bad. Well, um, are we going to get the Dawson meme? next What's episode of the of him crying is that the that yeah. was like the only thing i knew about dawson's creek yeah. before i watched an episode <laughs> of the show is, uh, is that what we're getting next crying. episode if so i'm excited i've been Do waiting for this moment there you go. i don't think anyone has sex though unfortunately to, to uh. Sarah's prediction i just like we had 22 episodes to do it and we still like couldn't get there even on the prom episode like i don't think it's happening uh, we'll um, never have sex again <laughs> and i think we're gonna see horny henry again Ugh. I think he's I think he's coming back for the finale. All right. There Maybe you go. they have sex. That's the best chance of anyone having sex is Jen and Horny I Henry. I hope so. Oh, no. Somebody, somebody, anybody, even a blowjob, <sighs> something. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Thank you so much, Lindy. Uh, from Kimmy. Kimmy hated Pacey's hair, apparently. She says, yeah. Pacey's sad hair. Like, bro, I know you're sad, but this hair is cr- uh, cruel, not sad. It's offensive. This grown-up alfalfa cowlick is unacceptable behavior. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, uh, she also had a that good. <laughs> she also had a problem with the the theme being couples, not even famous couples in time, just couples. Come on, BJ, Barbara Johns, do better. <laughs> There's your BJ, Sarah. That's what we'll get. There it is. The That's what um, we're getting in the finale. Is more Barbara Johns. More Barbara Johns. <laughs> Uh, the difference between Andy and Dawson's reactions are glaring. She's an angel and he is the devil. JVB is too good at playing this fool. Andy needs her own spinoff called Andy's Acres. 
Oh my Andy's Acres. Andy's Acres, Andy's Aqueduct. There's so many names for it. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she says, how many times did you rewind the Jossie dance scene? The line, I remember everything, lives rent-free in my head. You two are alone. You are on an island. Too I many people. No, no, no. Okay. I want to like be, be specific, very, very specific. I loved the scene and I was all in. I drank the Jossie juice. I just mm-hmm. don't want any attacks on fine jewels. Uh, okay. uh <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll support that. Jess, it's not that I'm not rooting for them as a couple. Like they are who I want to see end up together, but I want Dawson and Joey to be friends. And all of this bullshittery that's been happening is preventing them from being friends, and I okay. do not like it. I don't care about them being friends. I just I just I just I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Um, we did also get an email from the amazing Linda. Um, I loved whether you're team Jossie, team Pandy, team Gitch, or team the calculators. I think we can all agree on one thing. Fuck this Barbara bitch. And also fuck Ethan for leaving our jackers crying at the train station. Um, Linda goes on to talk about, obviously Andy, we all know she loves Andy. Um, she mentions, which I really loved how like it paralleled with one of the the episode full moon rising where PC does say, Andy, it's not pity. Come here. It's okay. And then it mirrors the scene with him asking her to prom. Um, and she says her favorite part of the episode was Andy and Pacey on the docks. Um, when this episode first aired, she was so mad because all she wanted was Andy and Pacey to get back together again. Uh, now she sees this beautiful scene, uh, sees how beautiful this scene is and how much it shows they still care for each other. Even right. when they aren't a couple, they will still always love each other and want to see each other happy. I think there's something to be said about how Andy has found forgiveness and acceptance. Yeah. And I think that's something that... Andy's had a lot of struggles in her life. She obviously lost her brother. She obviously has had issues with her father. And of course her mother, who knows, but she, her mother is not well. And I think that there's been a lot of like struggle about accepting what's happened to her in her life. And I think it's beautiful that she's come into a world of accepting what's happened to her and choosing the high road. And I think that if anything else, we can appreciate that from Andy, that she is just able to forgive and able to move forward. And I think that that's what we should be taking out from this episode Mm -hmm. is that Andy is an angel and far better than all of us. Um, Far better than all of them. Um, all right. That is all we have for feedback. Sorry, friends. It's a little bit truncated this week, but we're going to move on to a little quick version of a fashion show here. Um, so I thought it would be fun because we do have the whole prom situation going on, um, that we would do a fashion hour specifically dedicated to the dresses because it's all about the dress, especially when literally all the guys were wearing almost the same identical outfit. Um, so we're going to start, we have Joey's dress and all black look, a gown. I loved how every single one of them had these like shawls, these like yeah. scarfy mm-hmm. shawls. Um, she has a full black dress. We know she loves a, was it a French twist? Yeah. Always her hair in a French twist. She has spaghetti straps. Yeah. She has a little bit of a kitten heel going on. Um, nice red lip. And then, of course, the earrings that Sarah is so fond of. What do you think of this look, Sarah? I I mean, 
a freaking she put on a sack and it would look good she looks amazing always i don't know if i'm loving like it's very early 2000s it's a very straight silhouette it's a very square neckline does it give me like the va va voom that i'm hoping and dreaming from no does she look incredible of course she does she always will i don't think it's my favorite of the looks but uh the earrings certainly help oh, jesus adam what do you think i loved it I, I totally agree that it's probably not my favorite of all of the dresses here um, but I, you know, I love the earrings. I love the uh, the hair as well. I do love Joey's hair when it's mm -hmm. like this. So I'm a big fan. Uh, moving on to Jen. She is wearing like a satin, like baby pink dress. It has a bit more of like uh, a bit more like a boat neck, I guess you would call it. Um, And it kind of has pleats going out from like the waist down. Her hair is curly. She, I love her look this entire season. It's very like youthful, very glowy. Adam, what do you think of Jen's look here? I love the hair, but like you said, I love the hair all season. And so, I, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know how much I'm like counting that towards this. I think that's my least favorite dress of the group. Oh, um, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to be like too negative, but it, yeah, certainly was like my least favorite dress of the group, but it also could have just been tarnished because I fucking hate horny Henry. So, mm -hmm. I, you know, Sarah, what do you think of this? Outfit? Um, I like that her shawl has more of like a, um, sheer element to it. Mm -hmm. And I like the off the shoulder moment. However, I do think that the dress is a little matronly and I think it ages her up. Um, it looks like it's from like Grams's closet, her hair and her makeup looks great though um she is very glowy and youthful and i like i think i like the makeup the most out of everything yeah yeah that's fair and last up we have andy she is wearing kind of like a lilac-y purpley pink satiny dress um it has spaghetti straps she also has a shawl her hair and makeup is the most interesting and by far most notable because she has a very like pink eye shadowy look with like really highlighted um like inner corner eyes with like this frosted pink lipstick and these little like but she it's like she bedazzled her head but also ran out of time because it's in a low ponytail um sarah <laughs> what do you think of this look uh, i hate the hair and i hate the makeup so much so much but the dress is very pretty on her. It's a pretty color. Um, I like the general shape of it. It's more of like an A-line. It has a little bit more body than the straight dress from Joey. But oof, the hair and the makeup. I don't know. Adam, what are your thoughts? This is my favorite of the three, actually. I love the dress. I love the color. Uh, it's like very close to the color that my date for senior prom wore. So Ooh, um, like a memories. big event. Uh, and I actually liked the hair with like the exception of like the bottom part of it. Like I, the idea I thought was like excellent. I love that there was like a lot going on there. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, <laughs> they kind of missed at the bottom, but this yeah. is my favorite of the three actually. All right. So I feel like Adam is voting for Andy. Sarah, who is your favorite? Who well, would you like to give the award to? We'll give it to, to baby girl Andy this week. She went through a lot and you know what? She earned it on the personal level. So yeah. yeah. Congratulations to Andy. Amazing. Congratulations to Andy. What Adam, 
what a great episode. It's a pleasure having you. You really, I think, brought the fire this week, which I'm not surprised <laughs> about. Um, and I really appreciate you uh, suffering through uh, 45 Dawson's Creek episodes in like five days. I loved it. It was really good. Thanks so much for having me on. I, I, you know, I, you know, like I said, I didn't know if I was going to like see one episode. We ended up doing the whole thing. Um, and both of you were like there throughout the full journey of those many, many episodes. Such so, magical moments. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, this was really great. Adam, what do you have going on? Let the people know where to find you. Uh, I have like a few things going on. The The biggest place you can find me is on my very own podcast with Lindy, the aforementioned Lindy who gave some unfortunate feedback earlier. Uh, <laughs> we're podcasting about the CW show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, uh, the Rachel Bloom show. It's really, really good. We love it. Our podcast is called One Indescribable Podcast. Um, and you can find us on Twitter at one CXG podcast with Lindy as well. Uh, just made an appearance there last season as well. So, uh, you know, you find some familiar faces there. And then the other place you can find me is in the post show recaps, Patreon uh, discord. I'm there just all the time running dungeons and dragons for people. You know, we're, we're hanging out, we're talking about everything. Um, and it's really, really great. And of course you can find me on Twitter at piano man, Adam one. Amazing. You already know what's going on with me and Sarah. We're always doing Dawson's Creek and Boy Meets World. We're putting out bonus content. Um, you could find her at Sarah Ferguson, me at the Jess Sterling on Twitter. Um, and yeah, we're also doing the Gilded Age over at Post Show Recaps. So check all of that out as well. If you want to send in feedback, please do so. Shit90spod.com or shit90spod at gmail.com. You could also find us on Twitter at shit90spod because we're very consistent with it. Uh, I mean, that's everything we've got. I hope you all enjoyed this. This was so much fun. I loved getting into all of this, and I can't wait to get through the finale next week. Special guest coming up, too. This Adam is not the only guest on this season. We have some really exciting news. We're going to be having on the one, the only member of the Shit 90s squad herself, Kimmy, on next week. I cannot wait. He's going to come in with the heat, with the fire. I just know it. I can't wait to have a chat with her. Um, we thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next week. Have a good one, everybody. Just Bye. Ask. Shit 90 shows taught me.